party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. Snakes have ears? Oh, boy. Yeah, Crash, it's okay, buddy. One, like, where? Oh, snakes don't They're... have the external ear. No. <laughs> oh, no, but like, what, you were picturing what? What were you picturing? Elephant ears on a snake? No, I know. Mars, when I was at the hospital yesterday, I have a... She got a muscle, too. I, yeah, they muscled me. I mean, no. <laughs> Ginge. AI DJs are on their way. Yeah, this yeah. chat GPT is getting a little too familiar. I know yeah. we were excited with it, and now we're like, mm. robots taking everyone else's job was funny. Until it's- this is ridiculous. <laughs> Producer Haley. Haley, I out of love all him. of the things to do, you sit at home and think to yourself, I'm going to become a singing telegrapher? Well, I saw some TikToks pop up on my feed. I'm like, uh, I feel like I could do this. And you, the Now family. Uh, your story involves a repo. Right. I was a bitter ex-wife, and I let them take it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Like, you, how? What do you mean you let them take it? Like, you just stopped paying? All of a sudden, one day I would drive by, and I'm like, "Hey, the car's gone." <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't just stolen? Huh? Doesn't matter. It's not mine no oh. more. It wasn't her car. It's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Well, good morning, guys. Happy Tuesday. It's a little wet. A little wet coming in. Good eye, buddy. I know, I know. Just a little quick observation. Wiper oh. blades are working. A little meteorologist here. <laughs> it was kind of like pouring when we drove in this morning. I know. You know what? I really enjoy driving in the rain. Yeah. Driving in the rain. It's comforting. It was you, nice. You drink your morning drink and you just cruise down the highway. Wiper blades are going. Yeah. It's much calmer in the morning than it is. It can be chaotic at night. Oh, with like in lightning and stuff. Well, just the <laughs> visibilities diminished. Oh, yeah, but there was still like, yeah, it was it was raining, but there was still like you could still see. Oh yeah, it was light at long distance. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah have, you, uh, have you guys ever driven in a storm so bad you had to pull over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I try powering through, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> pulling over scary too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, you don't know if someone's gonna plow into the no. back of you as well. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That's why you just gotta keep going. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice morning. Put it on the boards. Yeah. Nice wet morning. Uh, green things up even more. Yeah. Absolutely. It's funny. Uh, yesterday we were sitting there and then a storm rolled in and it was coming down pretty good. We we're like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. Yeah. The ground was absorbing it as quick as it was dropping. Yeah, well, that's no what puddles. Haley said with the weekend when you were out in White Court. It yeah. was like pouring rain yeah. and then bone dry. Yeah, like we 15- didn't even get a puddle on the driveway. Yeah. 15 minutes later, I sat on the grass to wrestle with the dogs. I'm like, oh, no, my, my knees and my butt are going to get soaked. <laughs> totally fine. Wow. Bone dry. Yeah, she dried. Yeah. She dried. I'm going to throw a uh, video here on the uh, on the app oh. if you want to check that out or you can go to our social Crash Mars all one word alright um, yeah I just had to post this video because who does this oh okay so I oh, saw no. this yesterday <laughs> and I basically I've been set up to be knocked down <laughs> but oh, I, I just I just want to make something very clear I didn't do this <laughs> People, people said you finally got hangry. Yeah, no, I, I did not. That is not the work of myself. There's a six-pack of Orville Redenbacher popcorn, and instead of opening it where the uh, from the side, the tab. The flaps. Yeah, the flaps where you can reclose it and it looks good in the cupboard. The box is shredded. Shredded right down the middle of it. Yeah. Who does this? <laughs> I, too, live with an absolute... Thank you, Jen. Freak. Right? Thank what? you. No. Rach does this to cereal boxes. 
Cereal boxes? That's the, what I put at the ba- end of the, the video. bag inside? No. Yeah. Oh, God. So every time you dump cereal... <laughs> it's everywhere. It's Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pandemonium. So this happened on, I think it was like Saturday. Was it Saturday night? I think so, yeah. Saturday night. We were like, you know what? We're going to watch uh, Chris, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What a psycho. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. So I'm she like... She got crazy, Chris. No. Help. <laughs> that's not true. So Saturday night, we decide to like pop a little popcorn and, you know, watch a little... Watch a little TV before we go to bed. Uh-huh. And Crash comes upstairs to where the, the popcorn is. And I'm like getting like, because I like a little bit of butter on my popcorn, as you guys know. Yeah. So I'm getting that ready. Crash grabs the Orville Redenbacher popcorn red box out of the cupboard and rips it open from the side. <laughs> oh. To which I look over at him and I go, what the... Are you doing? Uh, and then you just tossed her under the bus. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. Uh, huh? No, because there's there is a chance that she did it. I did do it. <laughs> did you do it for laughs? No. 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 I. Um, Were you fighting with the flaps, and then you ended up ripping it? Okay, surprise, guys! It was me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I went for the flap and I put my finger in and I felt the beginning of a cardboard paper cut. And oh. I'm like, oh no, not today. And so I just grabbed the side and just pulled on it. I didn't think it was shredded in half, but. Uh, but you've been going to the gym. I've been going to the gym. No. So it, it, that box, it's lucky there's le- any popcorn left in there. I have absolutely no idea why you opened a box that way. <laughs> And I cannot believe that Rachel open box, opens boxes Every like this. Box. What the hell? What she, about, can't, she can't find a seam. What about a box of pasta? Will she rip that apart too? And then uh, just throw it in a Ziploc after? No, she takes, she's, that's, that's how I know she can control it. Because it's not every box. Ah. You know what I mean? If, yeah, yeah. if the box has no integrity to be on, doesn't have a bag inside like a yeah. cereal box does, uh, just take a little more time. <laughs> like this one, because uh, the, the individual bags inside the box are also already wrapped. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's you're not doing any damage to the freshness of the corn. No, but now we've got loose packaging oh, everywhere. It looks like, terrible. it's terrible. <laughs> Someone even made a comment. They're like, what? Mars doesn't have a special rack to display her oh. Orville Redenbacher. So, everybody <laughs> thought it was me. Everybody jumped to the conclusion. There's a, there's that a hearty amount me. of people that thought it was you, that's for sure. A hearty amount. You guys don't know me at all. Uh, well, I think they do. They, no. they know that you can uh, get wild with popcorn. I have never in my life opened a box like that. This gives me anxiety looking at it. I hate it. <laughs> it's funny. People do not like it. No. They're it's like, why? The worst. Why would you do this? <laughs> it's just such a uh, uh, violent way to open corn. That's also what I'm shocked at. People think I'm the violent one in the relationship. Yeah, it should have been obvious. <laughs> Come on. I'm as cool as a cucumber. I don't know. I don't know. There's some other stuff that has been shredded no, apart. Not really. Some also, wheat things. Nope. You felt a paper uh, a paper cut coming on? Yeah. A cardboard cut? Yeah. You could feel the skin breaking? And then what? Changed course mid-air? I did. Why don't you just put the box down? No. <laughs> well, no. I was already like committed to it. And Mars is like, give me popcorn. No, that's not. I was busy. I wasn't even looking at what you were doing. I heard a ruckus. And when I looked over, that's what the box looked like. (laughs) There might have been booze involved, too. Well, Crash had a few beers and it was a nice weekend. It was a hot day. Why not just take the bags out now? 
<laughs> the box is in the cupboard. Yeah. But <laughs> so the box isn't, what the, what's not doing anything. Do you want to know why? Because I yelled at him. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'll put put it back together. I was actually going to use packing tape on it and seal her yeah. up again. <laughs> you sh- if you're going to use it, yes, because it's not doing anything now. <laughs> no, I, and I put it in the top cupboard. So now when you grab it, everything's going to fall out. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I saw a crash post that and I was like, wait a second. I'm like, you're writing this as if I'm the one who did it. <laughs> and then I saw I saw all the comments and as the now family was commenting on the video, I thought, you traitors. <laughs> traitors. They turned on you they so fast. They turned on me so fast. They're like, I knew, knew it. I knew she mm-hmm. was crazy yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew she was hysterical. Yeah. A hysterical lady. Come on. <laughs> Well, there you go. What a what a fun video. You can see that on our uh, socials. Yeah. Uh, Insta and TikTok. Crash Mars all one word. And I had nothing to do with it. Comment away. Comment away. I had nothing to do with it. If anything, he got lectured over doing it. Because I'm like, what kind of animal does this? What the hell's wrong with you? I can't believe Rage rips apart cereal. Yeah. That's next level. She can't. She can't do the seams. She's got bad seam eye. Like the plastic is shredded. Yeah. Everything. So yeah. she digs in on the side like nails. Really? Mm. Yeah, it looks like a gopher got in on it. Oh. You know what I always fail at the seam at is uh. the uh, milk carton. Oh, yeah, you when you gotta spread it. Oh, milk carton. Jeez, it never works out for me, so I'm always like so sometimes I get a knife and I'll kinda like poke at the <laughs> oh. at the tip to kinda like be able to like pull that thing open. I'll go in the fridge and look, and the milk carton's in the door. And I'm like, what the hell happened to this thing? The top is shredded. Now, if you go to pour milk, it kind of goes in three different directions. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, My husband has a similar approach to opening boxes of garbage and recycling bags. Mm. He's like a damn badger. And the intended opening is perforated too. What's going on? Well, sometimes the perforated openings do not work. It's there for show. Yeah. No, you can't. Um, you can't do that with garbage and recycling bags because the flap is there to serve a purpose. Because I've. Because sh- that's where you pull every bag from now. The other day, I opened up a new box of uh, Builders protein bars, uh-huh. and they have a nice perforated. Oh, I saw this <laughs> thing on the top, <laughs> and I started poking at it, and then it started shredding. I'm like, oh come on! I just went. Ksh! I shredded half the box part, mm-hmm. and now it looks like hell. So I stuffed it on top of the microwave. I'm like, can we move this, please? Like, there's <laughs> it's a nice display. Shredded boxes everywhere. <laughs> I enjoy a functional perforated edge. Yeah, but a lot of them, you're right. You just you push on it, and the whole box collapses yeah. underneath the weight of your thumb. Yeah. Or it shreds the top layer and it just looks like hell. The perforations uh, for looks only. Mm -hmm. No function. Nope. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Cat litter boxes. Perforations on there. Not good. If it's not an operating perforated part, just just leave it off. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'll just use the flaps. There's always flaps somewhere. Yeah. I'll find a flap. Because yeah. you take a knife to the cat litter well, box. Well, I take the I take the butt end of a knife and I mm-hmm. I bang that thing open. But the the crappy thing about the perforated cat litter box is it folds in. I need it to fold out. Yeah, oh. that's a dumb setup. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need it to fold, yeah, the other way. Mm. Yeah, that's dumb. We have a problem with boxes, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the mac and cheese ones that you have to push through. I've busted so many thumbnails trying to poke through the stupid perforations. Oh, does a mac and cheese have perforations? Yeah, on the little, on, on the, the side of it. There. So you oh. can just like pour it. Ah. I've never been able to get it open. <laughs> no one has, Haley. It's garbage. Also, why would we? It's a single serve. You just open oh, it all yeah. up. You're not saving it. Well, and you got to get the cheese out too. Yeah, it makes no sense. Oh yeah, the cheese is in the box, yeah. so you end up ripping it all apart anyways. Yeah. Weird. Ugh. Yeah, that's yeah. Why? There's no need for the perforation. Mm-hmm. This text here five six seven eight nine says the foil seal on ketchup is brutal. Oh, same as salad dressing. Uh, sometimes you'll lose it on the four liter jug too of milk. 
Just like oh, yeah. the tab itself because it has rip. that little flat that little flap yeah. that rips off. The flap rips off, and yeah. now your milk is still sealed up tight. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> you know which one I had a problem with the other day? I did I take a knife to it. I bought um, the Starbucks cold brew, the big mm-hmm. jug of that. Oh yeah. Why is the tin on the cold brew so freaking? You can't rip it off. It's I don't thick. Know. I it, use a knife to get into it every single yeah, time. Yeah, it's thick and it's glued on there. Oh yeah. A hearty amount. You have to take a knife to it. Yeah, I drink. That's what I drink every single morning in the uh, at work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Iced coffee. I I stab it with a steak knife. <laughs> yeah, I cannot get into that coffee. No, I don't fight with it in the morning anymore. I grab the coffee out of the fridge. I grab the steak knife out of the steak knife drawer. Yeah, stabby, stabby, stabby. <laughs> pour my drink. Do we want looser seals on all this stuff, no. or should we be happy that it is actually sealed? I'm happy it's sealed. Like salad dressing is the worst. Those tabs rip off. Mm. I like I like when the because some milk it comes with you just the the top itself is the plastic's connected. So when you break that oh, yeah. plastic, you bust it. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, then there's nothing underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't we just do that? Right. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Why did we flip to the little plastic thing on the inside? This text here says, "Why does the rip tab on pre shreds never rip even?" No. I opened one the other day, ripped it this way, mm. and then it ripped up. So now I had to take a knife and try to open the last half of the bag. Yeah. Uh, pre shreds are the worst. Mm-hmm. They're the worst. You think that uh, like these big, big companies, the manufacturers of these products, they would have a whole test group mm-hmm. of people in boardrooms trying to open stuff Should and be, be like, there's one. a problem here. They don't care. <laughs> Sometimes they'll do the same with like a shredded cheese with a resealable bag. Yeah. You know, the top will have like a, yeah. so you can a oh, place tear. to tear it. Yeah. But it tears. It's almost like when you grab uh, a hangnail and it tears oh. too much. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes that tear will dig into the Ziploc feature. Yeah. And now you cannot reseal your you cheese. Can't reseal. No. You're hooped. You can't. I know. Totally Put hooped. it higher up. Yeah, yeah. This text here says the inner seal on pill bottles. I need my chainsaw to open those. When so when you open like a bottle of Tylenol. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That it's the like seal on top. It's that. like it's air bubbled up. Because it's not, and it's yeah. like a paper. Mm-hmm. It's like a paper on there, but you can't rip but it. you can't rip it. You have to cut it. Same thing with the seal on um, Hellman's Mail. Yeah, that's a bad one. That one's a bad one. Yeah, yeah. I come in sometimes with the Kill Bill, the Bride, the Finger Punch. <laughs> you try, just, right? Just pop through there. <laughs> and your finger's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it does. You need that steak knife like yeah. Haley grabs. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's, it's funny. Back to um, Rachel, too, destroying cereal boxes. Because uh, she, she destroys the plastic inside. Cereal bags are they never open properly. You have to take scissors to them if you want them to actually be yeah. in one piece. No, you can take your time. <laughs> but they never rip. No, they will. Like, they will. They will. <laughs> you can't open them like a bag of chips. They do tend to rip, and then you grab them from the middle, and then it rips down the. It rips I hate straight that. down. I Tr- hate that. Trust me, I've spent thousands of dollars just buying boxes and opening in front of Rachel. Like, look, see? <laughs> this is how it's done. <laughs> now grab another one. You want to see it again, dummy? Look. Look, oh. stupid. <laughs> Uh. Oh, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it wasn't me. <laughs> well, that was not me. Well, you watch the video and you be the judge, guys. It wasn't me. My hands are doing the uh, the the motioning of the box, and those hands are eye breaks. No. Ripped they open a bag of popcorn. What they witnessed. No, wasn't me. You and Rachel are way more alike than between the hangry and the <laughs> yeah. ripping boxes. Yeah. yeah. Good God. Uh, I hate making popcorn. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Microwave? Yeah, and I was doing most of the heavy lifting on heavy it. Heavy lifting? Just put it in the microwave. <laughs> too much. I was going to do the butter. I was going to get the uh. bowl. All he had to do was open the box, and that's what happened. <laughs> well, there you go. You can go watch that. <laughs> uh, 6.15, Deuce News here. It is 15 out right now. 
And uh, this afternoon, 24 for the high. It'll probably be like um, what we saw yesterday. Some random thunderstorms and showers rolling through. 23 tomorrow, possibly a shower or two. 17 on Thursday. Brr. Yeah. That looks like it's going to be a rainy day. And then we warm up for the weekend. Sunday, 28. Beauty. We're back. It's really nice. Uh, Traffic looks good this morning, too, guys. Nothing to tell you. If you do happen to see something, though, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Shoot us a text if you like as well at 56789. Let's get to the news. It is Tuesday, May the 30th. So last night, the uh, unofficial results of the Alberta election started to roll in and as of this morning, the UCP did win the majority government in Alberta. Now the NDP has been elected or leads in all Edmonton ridings as of early this morning. Rachel Notley's party has been elected in 18 of 20 ridings in Edmonton so far, including Edmonton Southwest, where uh, Casey Madhu um, was defeated. Edmonton Castledowns and Edmonton Decor, I don't know if they were officially called when I got in this morning. They might be now. The NDP also flipped a riding in Sherwood Park and held its seat in St. Albert. Now, last night, the win for Daniel Smith's UCP was declared at 11 o'clock last night. The UCP uh, currently holds 49 seats and the NDP holding 38 seats. Those results, as they become official, will be updated as we move through the day. Mm, What a... uh well, the night, whatever. Uh, but like slow. Oh my! Well, yeah. God, was when it I thought slow. it was supposed to be quicker. So did I. Like with it's, the the electronic systems and stuff. Yeah. I went to bed. I'm like, I I can't. Yeah. I, uh, this is not an Oilers playoff game. I'm not doing this. Yeah, we're looking at some numbers, and I'm like, oh my yeah. god! Like, it, why get They're the numbers in quicker? Dribbling in. As of 9.37 last night, only 110,028 votes were in. Yeah. Um, to give you perspective of that, 9.37 and only 4% of the votes were in. Jeez. <laughs> like, wow, People were it, getting it impatient. Sh- it should have been way more efficient. Yeah. It didn't call till 11. Yeah. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Where, did, you, where, did you stay up late yes. till 11? Yeah. Wow. For the first uh, hour and a half, like ridings in Calgary, uh, including Calgary Beddington, only had one vote reported. Oh, my God. Most were reporting no results as people were just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. It was wild to flipping through like global CTV, CBC, because at first, like they were just dripping in. They're reporting ridings with one vote in. And they had, <laughs> they had the big graphics up. Oh, yeah. Like, UCP leading yeah, with <laughs> one, one vote. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're probably like, we need numbers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. There's no word yet. I looked this morning to see if there was like some sort of explanation as to what was going on and nothing really official has been said as of yet mm-hmm. so i don't know if it was like a problem with the electrical like elections alberta with the with the voting if they were just slow to roll it out because like it should be immediate right? i don't know yeah it was uh and it was gaining it was like it was of course national news because it was a provincial election sure, yeah, but yeah. then also you know alberta likes to get dunked on for like a lot of things we do uh, but yeah. then this was just one more thing of like <laughs> we can't even because this is like the slowest election results uh-huh. anyone's seen maybe in Ever? history. Yeah. Now, the last that I saw, according to Elections Alberta, they were experiencing zero problems. Mm-hmm. They were just absurdly slow. <sighs> there was talk to some of the polls, I guess, were backed up. Like lines were, and they can't close the poll to the lines if you lined up. Sure, Before yeah, it, you get in. You get yeah. in, so they had to stay a little later. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know. Like, what was the deal with all of our advanced voting? Yeah, like, we were saying, well, we're like, where, that, where, is, where is all that? Like, I, it was over 700,000 advanced votes that came in, mm-hmm. and... You couldn't count those. You could, they, none of them were coming up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I assume those would roll out 
as soon as the polls closed. Because uh-huh. typically we know like very fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Usually it's within the first two hours maximum. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because when you did when I voted. They get the little cardboard thing and you slide it in. It's and in it there right there. Vote. Yeah, yeah. It's it in the computer. It literally says your vote is counted. <laughs> Maybe they were understaffed. Maybe the UCP cut funding to EA too. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. Yeah, but the, the computer does the job. No one's sitting there with the paper counting. No, but maybe the like maybe the I have I have no idea. I don't Someone know. Someone dropped going on. the USB and they're like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> got kicked under a filing cabinet. Found it <laughs> at eleven <Maybe>. o'clock. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, maybe. So nonetheless, um, again, the UCP currently holds forty nine seats and the NDP holding thirty eight. By the way, uh, I think I was looking this morning. It all almost all of Edmonton NDP. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the whole city. The uh, whole, whole city. Uh, some people are texting, too. When they actually voted yesterday, uh, they weren't, uh, some of their stations that they were voting at, they were not the electric. It was paper that have to be hand-counted. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought it would have been all electric, like all computer. Yeah, some people, yeah, out in the rural areas, there was no electronic. But you think, but I think our point is, though, is that even though they, the advanced votings were electronic. Well, there should have been a lot they, of numbers. They were coming. rolling those out. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, even the old pre. And he, uh, this is the first time I'd use that electronic folder, mm-hmm. and they're still much faster, much faster than this. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and by the way, if you text this radio station calling us communists or saying "f you," <laughs> you will be banned. Just so you know, Haley is going to be on it this morning. Mm-hmm. What am I on? Uh, people, oh, no. people using the F word or uh, battling other people in the app this morning's with horrible slurs. Ah, Banhammer Haley. Thank mm. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't be rude. Stop it. No, you don't need to be rude. Jesus, grow up. Mm-hmm. All right. So last night, um, the. Golden Knights destroyed the Dallas Stars. If you weren't watching the election roll in, uh, maybe you saw them win. 6 nothing was the final score yeah. uh, last night, which was uh, pretty crazy. So what does that mean? Well, it now means we're heading into Stanley Cup playoffs, which means the Las Vegas Golden Knights will be taking on the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup final, which kicks off on Saturday night. So they won it all, the Western Conference Finals. Congrats mm-hmm. to the Knights. Yeah. Did you watch any of it? Uh, not last night, no. No. Now, I did do a little bit of research on uh, how many people are actually going to be watching the Dallas and the Florida Stanley Cup. Yeah. And, mm, mm, they, I mean, obviously they can't make any projections, but they're not sure if it's going to be like the lowest rated ever Stanley Cup. But do you guys know what is the lowest rated Stanley Cup ever viewed? No. Mm. Oh, God. Um, do, do you want to take it, just teams? You don't have to do years and stuff. <laughs> If you want to pick, if you're talking, it's probably Canadian teams. You're talking in the states. Is it Canadian? Yeah, because uh, that that 06 final with Carolina and Edmonton wouldn't have been gangbusters uh-huh. in America. But are you talking like all North American I'm, audience? This is they're, they they were only giving out stats for an American audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be definitely a Canadian team. We're not in there that often. Well, it would have been many years ago. It was actually back in 2007. The Senators, Ottawa Senators, uh-huh. versus the Ducks. That was the lowest? Yeah, apparently their game two stands as the lowest rated and least watched game ever. Mm-hmm. 576,000 oh people. That's how many people watched it. <laughs> Ouch. And there's this kind of like this cool, like if you look at the Stanley Cup final ratings, you can look at like in the United States, like which ones were the most watched and which, which ones were the least watched. Mm-hmm. And um, what's pretty funny is 
pretty much if it doesn't have your big teams, such as the Chicago Blackhawks, the Philadelphia Flyers, or the Pittsburgh Penguins, ratings drop. Hmm. And then this year, all three of those teams were struggling this season. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I'm sure they would have loved to get uh, the Bruins in there. But Florida's a good get if they're trying to, you know, uh, grow the game in the South. Same with, even though Vegas is, seems to have a lot of support in yeah. Las Vegas. I mean, in uh, that area. But, yeah, this isn't bad for the league. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not going to do gangbusters number in Canada. Yeah. Sportsnet can't be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, because nobody in Canada is probably, well, I mean, some might. Oh, yeah, it's still hockey. But it's yeah. not like you're it's not like you're that invested without a Canadian team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very true. All right, uh, for those of you who love basketball, Scotty Pippen may have his issues with Michael Jordan, but he needs to keep things in perspective because some people are saying now he just sounds like a fool. In a recent interview, he literally called Michael Jordan a horrible player. Scotty was asked to name the true goat of the NBA, and he said that from his statistical perspective, it's LeBron James. Then he added, quote, I don't believe that there's a great player because our game is a team game and one player can't do it all. I've seen Michael Jordan play before I came to play with the Bulls. You guys have to see him play. But he's a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. He was all one-on-one. He's shooting bad shots. And all of a sudden, we become a team and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. Hmm. Now, there's no word on whether if not this is related, but he also posted a picture of his younger self on Instagram with the caption, from humble beginnings to six championships, two gold medals, Hall of Fame, and leading the Bulls franchise with the most playoff wins. Here's to the unsung heroes. Cheers. And now everybody is really pissed at Scottie Pippen. Yeah, they've had a weird thing. At the beginning of the pandemic, this documentary came out, Last Dance, mm-hmm. about the final season of Chicago Bulls, and it was like it was basically about Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, he was the focus point, and they had interviews with. Uh, he sort of hosted it. They'd have other players talk about, it, then they'd give, let Jordan give a rebuttal. And Jordan did this weird thing where he didn't give that much love to Scottie Pippen, hmm. and that has been a problem for the last oh, three years. Since now. then, Pippen's got a uh, burr in his ass. <laughs> really? About this? Yeah. Huh, like, Even to like he and he's he was talking about like Jordan's a horrible player before they started winning championships, and then he became a team guy, you know. Uh, but he, obviously Michael Jordan is not a horrible basketball player. But even like Scottie Pippen in his Instagram post talking about here's to unsung heroes. And then he listed off all of his accolades. Yeah, I know. Hall of Fame? He was on the Dream Team? Like, that's sung. Yeah. <laughs> Once you put in the Hall of Fame, you are sung. <laughs> no, it's very bizarre. Speaking of bizarre, Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish is pretty legendary. So this isn't surprising, but it is kind of gross. A guy who used to manage a Hollywood strip joint called Crazy Girls says that Quentin showed up one night and asked for a VIP room and the girl with the biggest chest and biggest backside. Now, you're probably thinking Quentin would be getting a lap dance, Mm -hmm. but no. Quentin put her on the chair, took off her boots, and, quote, started licking the bottoms of her feet and sucking her toes until her feet looked like prunes. Oh, God. (laughs) He got them wrinkly? He got them wrinkly. It's it's one thing to be like, girl, you've been on your feet all day. Let me me massage these. Maybe add a little moisture with your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) To make them wrinkly? Yes. Oh, boy. Does he like what you like, right? Apparently, Quentin Tarantino gave her 10 grand for her troubles, I guess. You know what? Someone can make my feet look like prunes (laughs) for 10 grand. I changed my mind. I now like the idea. Prove me up. You can do both of my feet for 10 grand. That's pretty funny. 
Let me make them wrinkly, girl. Yeah. Think of how much water and how long you have to sit in the tub for to get right? them wrinkles. Yeah. It takes a lot of moisture. He must just be like hella drooling on your feet. Oh, yeah. That's just that's a wet mouth on there. Yeah. Yeah. He loves feet, though, famously. Yeah. Right? You, you like what you like. I, I've, been, I've never really, like, had, had my time with feet. Yeah. Do you get? Do you like clean them first, or you want the dirty feet? Like, do you want the stank? Yeah. Do you want the stank? Do you want the the toe jam, the the fuzz? I don't think it's like the, the sock fuzz. I think it's the jam. Remember that day we talked about foot fetishes? Yeah. And most people said it was the shape. It's oh. the shape of the. It's foot. It's the shape of the foot. It's mm. not what is in the foot. It's not necessarily the scent. Yeah. Do we think maybe Quentin is into the? The taste of the feet? Um, I it's think possible. so. I think if you're making the feet wrinkly, you like that taste. He likes that tang? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd want a little natural foot smell. I yeah. think, yeah. I don't think you'd want, like, toe jam or Yeah, I don't think you would want, like, Haley smell, smell, right? <laughs> I don't think dirt. No, natural, I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. boy. Yeah, you want a little treat with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you do. Uh-huh. So, she got 10 grand. They're not saying exactly when that happened, but I guess Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish isn't necessarily new news. Uh, Don on the app yeah. says, oh, it'll feel like when your dog licks your foot. Oh. Yeah. Oh, just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So people yeah. like the feet. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Some people just have a knack for looking on the bright side of life. And here's one of them. A 23-year-old guy in Florida named Jordan Rivera is in the news after he lost his arm to an alligator last week. He was outside a bar in Port Charlotte, which is right around Tampa. There's a pond out back, and that's where it happens. So he remembers falling down, and then he woke up in the hospital, and it turned out a 10-foot gator got him. But people at the bar made a tourniquet and saved his life. Mm. Now, he did an interview from his hospital bed, and he was surprisingly upbeat about the whole thing. I've got a little bit of his interview here. Um, So this poor fella, 23-year-old Jordan, just lost his arm to a 10-foot gator. He woke up after a night of drinking in the hospital. Uh Have a listen. I didn't lose my life, lost an arm. It's not the end of the world. They got my elbow, so I don't have an elbow, but I can still move my arm around and whatnot. I just saw a little lake, just trying to go over there and just, you know, take a little pee or whatnot. Something happened where I either tripped or, like, something, the ground below me kind of just went down, and I ended up in the water, and that's literally the last thing I remember. Fusion, I was like, whoa, like, I was just, because I woke up, and I was just sitting here, and I looked over, and then I saw my arm the way it was, and I was like, ooh. It kind of just looks like my arm's just there, but not there. Like, he's super chill about it, right? He's very chill about (laughs) losing his arm and elbow. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, whatever. It is what it is. We'll make it it work. He feels like he doesn't want to make a big deal out of it. Because I'm guessing he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. Well, the, the, the yeah, he's like, please stop with the interviews. Yes. <laughs> when you watch the whole newscast, apparently the only thing that really seemed to bug him is that there was a rumor that he left the bar drunk and was being dumb, uh, and he went out back to quote feed the elevator or al- alligator. Sorry, <laughs> he says that he was just out there trying to go to the bathroom and that the rumor's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Why he didn't use the bathroom in the bar? I don't know. I guess he was going to relieve himself. That's when he fell into the pond because he was drunk, oh. etc. Yeah, that's when you've made a stupid mistake and you're trying to really cover just it up. brush things over. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Don't, we don't need to talk about this yeah, anymore. Don't worry it's about just it. just an arm. I just lost a limb. Yeah. People <laughs> lose arms to gators every day. Let's not dwell on this or dig into it too much. It's not surprising. It's pretty crazy. He's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But like you heard him say, his, his elbow's gone. If someone, if you walk up to someone and let's say, uh, this is gator country, and they ate someone's arm off, would you know how to do the tourniquet right away? Like, is that just, like, tie off the end? I and think that's so. It? 
I think There's so. There's no like special spot to put it. Just gotta get arm. it above the the, the wound. wound, right? Yeah. I maybe think. maybe a gator tourniquet needs more because I'd imagine it's not a clean cut. No, that'd be a messy one. Got a question? Mm. When a gator bites down on your arm, uh-huh. yeah, is it like chomp and pull, or is it like chomp like, chomp gone? I think it's no, chomp it's chomp and, and twist. spin. Is yeah. it it's chomp and, and spin? Like, they rip yeah. it off. When they chomp, oh. when they chomp right away, is that one chomp? Enough to to destroy. I think so. It yeah. is. Hey? I think one chomp crushes all the bone. Yeah, yeah. they've got really strong downward jaw yeah. strength, and then they can't really open back up again, so they can't chew. That's why they spin because it just tears. Yeah. So they, this yeah. guy's arm was not looking good. No, they caught the gator who did it. <gasps> I always wonder how they do that. They get his arm back. Uh, yeah, he's, he's fine now. Um, <laughs> same with like when like a bear eats no. someone. Yeah, you're like uh, we got to get that bear. Like, how do you know which bear? I don't know. How do you know which yeah, you gator? just go in the woods and you're like, well, it's probably that one. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the bib licking his lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, like I doubt there's blood all over this gator. Yeah, unless he's got like a piece of cloth hanging right? out the. Yeah, you wouldn't know the mouth. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jordan's arm is not coming back. Just so you know. Yeah, mm, yeah, that, uh, that's yeah. long gone. It's long gone. Could you retrieve it out of the belly? And then put it on, okay, like, so within like, 10 minutes? We've had stories in the news of, like, people being in gators. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, where they cut open a gator and, and like, yeah, a woman was in there or something. But, like, is there enough time, gator chomps, and then you get the gator, and within, like, five minutes, you, you're you pulling your arm out of the stomach? Could you still salvage your arm? I doubt it. Oh. I think it's too nasty. Yeah, like, look at his mouth in there. If it's twisted, too. It's just like, too, too bad. Yeah, mm. I don't think they can connect it if it's too rough. Mm. This text here, 56789, says 2,000 pounds per square inch of bite force. Oh, my God. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. That what arm is animal. going quick. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so yesterday we talked about one of the most dangerous things that you can do in a lightning storm. And hopefully you guys heeded that story while the lightning and thunder ripped across our city. And the most dangerous thing that you can do is fishing. Apparently, that activity has the most um, deaths per lightning strike. Mm -hmm. So you're more likely to get hit by lightning on a boat while fishing, and then you're more likely to, well, suffer death from doing so. Now, when we talked about that yesterday, we people were calling in and telling us about the time that they felt like they were going to get hit by lightning, Mm -hmm. and someone made the comment that they were, quote, more electrically charged than everybody else. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. And that got us kind of like sidebar talking over what that is. Well, we received a couple of emails from people who feel that they are electrically different. Oh? And Crash feels this way as well. Mm. Oh, with your like bad luck around it. Yeah, with bad, bad luck. luck. Uh, electronics hate me. I think I like fry electronics. I kill Wi-Fi. I just have like a bad like electrical charge around me or something. Maybe that's I, just karma? I don't know what it is because I don't have that problem. Like things around like so when I, we're driving into work in the morning, mm-hmm. if I'm like and if I'm streaming something or I'm streaming a podcast or whatever it is, driving when I'm by myself works no problem. Right. As soon as Crash gets in my car, nothing works. <laughs> nothing. Nothing works. Mm-hmm. When I'm by myself, like printers work fine. Mm-hmm. I have the internet. Mm-hmm. Things are all good. As soon as Crash comes into a room, anything that's electronic starts to break. Takes a lot of power to run this body. (laughs) (laughs) Has that been your whole life? Um, It's been that way for like 15 years. Because like uh, I love uh, I loved electronics I love sure. like all this all technology and then all of a sudden technology just turned on me and things just don't work. I wonder if it's your body never got acclimatized because I'm guessing you grew up with less electronics oh, yeah. than the majority of the population. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Maybe your body hasn't adjusted. I didn't grow up with it, so 
to the to the fields of electricity around everything? Oh, maybe. Uh, what do I do? I don't know. I don't know why you would be electrically charged. So here's what I want to know from you guys. Uh, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Mm-hmm. Do electronics work differently when you're around mm-hmm. compared to like everybody else in your life? Do things like fry when you go to touch them? Maybe with your friends or with your family, they have no problem with like, uh, I don't know, with televisions, with um, uh, computers, laptops. But as soon as you get around stuff, nothing ever works. All the time. All the freaking time. Even if I'm like trying to load like Netflix on the TV, it's just stalled. And I'm like, why is it buffering? But then I load it. Why and does it's Netflix no problem? buffer? Yeah. <laughs> and then, then Mars do comes it. down and turns it on, but turns it back on. It loads no problem. Yeah, it's yeah. no problem yeah. whatsoever. Huh. People are wondering: Is it your love of socks and the fact that you're always static? Uh, I do like new socks. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think it's that. Mm-hmm. You're also famously impatient. <laughs> I wonder a lot if your electronic uh, uh, juju is just like you know. Sometimes things do buffer for a second. Doesn't mean you need to close everything down and reload and reboot the whole computer. And yeah, just just give it a sec. <laughs> <laughs> just, just give it a scooch. I don't have time for that. Things this, should just load. I wonder if this is. Then I immediately go to fast.com to check my internet. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, the internet's good. I don't know why this is not working. <laughs> I. S- I, I'm a uh, I'm bad for that too fast dog. Anytime there's any sort of delay, like I better check this connection. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm paying on. for some pretty fast speeds here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just uh, I just gave it a quick Google, and people who have this problem say like the following: um, A effects on electronics runs in families, people who are very stressed out or a high emotion. And they they have problems like light lamps or like light posts will go out when they walk by. Oh, that's yeah. a thing. That's oh. that. Yeah, that happens oh. to me. Yeah. Oh, you and you guys both have emotional problems. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's, what, that's what it says. It says people with emotional problems. Um, we were talking about your childhood. Mm. How you didn't grow up with a lot of electronics. Yeah. It was also like it was a lower rent area. <laughs> well, no rent. Typically, uh, uh, real estate's a little cheaper where there is some heavy-duty power lines around. Did you grow up under power lines? Uh, there were power lines across the highway, but they weren't near the house. Did you spend a lot of time playing with well, them? Well, yeah, because that was our like dirt bike quad trail. There it is. Oh, no. Yeah, electrical pro- appliances keep breaking down. Um, game consoles like Xboxes, Playstations. Cash registers won't work. Mm. Or like tap on your... Oh, my God, all the time. <laughs> That's so bizarre. All the freaking time. I'm like, why? And then I gotta pull my wallet out because my phone tap's not working, the uh-huh. watch tap's not working. I'm like, why do why do you even put it on the phone then? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what I want to know from you guys. Are you guys like Crash? And some of the listeners who called us yesterday about the lightning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, do you feel like you ruin all electronics around you? I saw someone just text in and say they can't carry their cell phone on their person mm. because it will immediately die. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, my battery just drains. Really? Yeah, yeah Crash's does too. Yeah, and it's a brand new phone. I'm like, What? By the end of the show the other day, I didn't even touch the phone, and it was down to like 62%. Oh, God. I'm like, what? It's a new phone. Your body, Nothing happened to your it. Your body's just like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Electricity. I wonder if it'd be different if I left it in the office. Like, are you Maybe. sucking the power? Maybe. I'm doing something. All right. Do you affect all the electronics around you? And what is the big one that you notice? Mm-hmm. Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. 
If you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about, um, I guess it could be considered a bit of a superpower. If things that are electronic or electric around you are affected. For some reason, things around you die all the time, as in like electronics, like computers, televisions, mm. game consoles, watches. And they know for things uh, with me, yeah, some things die, but some things just like don't work or they lag. Like even uh, this watch. Yeah. yeah, it's not a cheap watch. It's a, a Samsung Galaxy watch. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> it is an old version of it, mind you. But uh, it just lags all the time. Even when I first got it, I like try to unlock it, and then the screen's like, uh, uh, uh. I'm like, why? Why? I reboot it. I'm like, it needs a reboot. Is it doesn't is, do anything? Is it mostly like wireless or mobile devices with you? You're talking about like your Wi-Fi and your watch and your cell phone. Like, what about something like? Like, does your blender, does it consistently work for you? Like, when things are plugged in, is it mm. okay? Um, yes. Like, the air fryer works fine. Right. Uh, yeah, your air fryer works yeah. okay. Uh, the printer, well, the printer power works fine. Yeah. But the the wireless connection of does course. not. There's the rub. So, my problem is wireless. It's the air. Duh. Huh. What's that? I have no idea. Uh, people are saying maybe you have some sort of iron deficiency. No, Crash went and got checked. Mm. We were talking about this because <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> because of this? Yeah. She went to the doctor. I had a full blood yeah. panel. The doctor thought I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this because yesterday uh, we were talking about the worst place to be in a lightning storm, according to a new study, and fishing uh, came in at number one. You're more likely to die and get hit by lightning on if you're out fishing mm-hmm. in the middle of an electrical storm. And that kind of started this, like, sub- conversation of people saying that they feel that they are like electrically charged Mm -hmm. that things work differently around them for example when you walk under street lights they turn off or on I do uh, I was just talking about my smartwatch here full electric Um, I also have a problem with just my other watches that are just battery those are dead all the time again mobile not plugged in yeah any watch that I wear that's just like you got the hands on there they're all dead. Watch is a big one. I've, I've stopped replacing batteries in them. I'm like, well, we're looking fancy tonight with a dead watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're trying to get to the root of this. Uh-huh. And there was power lines in your youth, but not directly over your home. No, they're a bit away. What about uh, you? You said it's been the last like 15 years or Asbestos. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys had Crash and Mars. You guys had one of those TENS machines. We did. Oh, we did. Yeah, did you I ab- still do. Did you abuse that? Uh, probably. Did you supercharge yourself? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of boozy nights. Maybe that was and it. And maybe now you're putting out... Although, as a child... Um, oh, what'd you do? Me and my brother played with a old military power box. Here we go. <laughs> Gramps got it somewhere. You got your origin story. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a green box with a positive negative uh, little screw on top yeah. and some wires with clippies. Yeah. And we would hang on to those and it had a crank. And you crank it, and it generated power. Oh, neat. So me and my brother would hang on to that, and who can hang on to it the longest? Right, charge each other up. You're the awesome one. And so we'd be like, and we'd be like, you would electrocute yourselves. We literally did. You guys had your own little death row back there. We did. Yeah, it was good. I sentenced you to death. My brother even clipped him on his ears, and we went. Jen from Gibbon says, hey, guys, good morning. I have something similar. I can't wear any watches. I demagnetize them. There is something in my blood, and it runs on the women's of my father's side. Oh. I also occasionally have trouble with computers, and my work had to get me an anti-static mat to stand on so I would stop getting shocked while I touch it. Yeah. In this booth here that I'm sitting in, I can't touch that door like to leave here without getting shocked. Mm. Every single time I leave. Huh. 
And it's like not like a little shock. It's a big shock. Yeah, and there's no carpet in there. No, there's no carpet in there. No. Mm-hmm. Every single time I touch that doorknob, I just I've started smacking it with my palm so I don't feel it anymore. This text here, 56789 from Marina, says, My mom has always had a problem with watches, phones, anything electrical. My sister has the same problem. Me, not so much. Well, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Someone texted in wondering about the crash and the studio equipment, and yeah, it is a problem. Oh, every day it's a problem it's in constant. here. Our engineering, they do a no, fantastic it's, job. It's you. <laughs> fixing all these problems. <laughs> you the think problem. it's me? I do. You have trouble with the touchscreen in studio. How is your touchscreen like on a phone? Uh, terrible. My typing, my keyboard is atrocious. Yeah, it is. Because for order for it, for it to register crashes, touch the touchscreen in studio, he has yeah. to do it like half a dozen times. Uh-huh. It's like when you're wearing a mitten and you're trying to use your phone like in the winter. Yeah. Oh, it, it's brutal. Uh, Vonner says, hey guys, I swear my best friend is magnetic. Every phone she's ever had never works properly for her. Even before smartphones, they would all just malfunction to the point where the phone repair people would say there's nothing wrong with this unit mechanically, but the software is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Even got her an iPhone once, and the Apple people had no answers as to why her phone continued to malfunction. She even got a replacement, and the same thing happened. It was wild. Yeah, I believe oh. you. What's this here? This is that old crank? Yeah, I put a picture of the old crank on the app there. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a, it's a version of this. That's where you got your superpowers from. <laughs> Military grade. <laughs> Has anyone, because we all agree this is a thing that it seems like happens, afflicts some people. Uh-huh. Has anyone taken it to a doctor? Is there... I don't. I think is there I studies d- on this? I, I think don't know. a doctor would think you're crazy. I think so, too. I, I agree. If you're like, listen, doc... Um, my touchscreen ain't working on my phone anymore, and I think it's me, not the phone. But it happens to so many people. Like, uh-huh. look at you're not alone. Buddy. Oh yeah, look at this. The must text. be nice for you. Is <laughs> well, it is. Thank you. Um, with the touchscreen, I chalk it up as blood, uh, bad blood circulation in the fingertips. Mm. Yeah, possibly like you're cold. But what about everything else? Uh. <laughs> this text here, <laughs> it's the fingertips. Five six seven eight nine says, guys, I totally believe this. I work in IT, and there's just some people who really affect electronics. And have issues with it all the time. It's consistent. Yet if those same electronics I give to someone else, mm-hmm. they have no issues. <sighs> so you give me a laptop, it'll work fine. I don't believe right. that. You IT people, you take it you take it behind closed doors, you tinker with it, and no. then you give it to someone else and be like, well, this is your problem. No. No, no, no. <laughs> this text here says, I can't wear watches either. They're dead in a day. I can't carry my cell phone on my person or else it will die faster. I have major problems with the internet and it drives all the guys at work nuts. Mm-hmm. But Crash, you're also just like, you're rough on things. Like maybe you're pushing too hard. We all saw, I'll put the picture back up there. Crash shared a picture of an Orville Redenbutter, Redenbutter box he tried to open last weekend. That's true. You're just rough on things. I really shouldn't have posted that picture. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to come back many times and kick me in the ass. <laughs> it is. So maybe it's your. It's not the electronics. It's it's you just bashing everything. Well, but if I if I'm really gentle on stuff, it ain't going to work. It's your Wreck It Ralph fists. <laughs> Another take. Oh, look at all the people who have this problem. Mm-hmm. Says, so, hey guys, I used to just think I was superstitious, but every single time I would walk under a. Uh, street lamp it would turn off it was actually a fun thing we would do as kids they would make me walk down the street and watch as every lamp turned off as I walked under uh, it even if I'm driving like through yeah. like a neighborhood boom light off that's light coincidence off, light off. There's well, why one, there's one on the corner of uh, where we turn off of 42nd street yeah. onto a 90, or 42nd of onto 99th uh-huh. every single morning I hit that light turns off <laughs> Really? Every single morning. I know. I chalk that up. Like if I'm in my vehicle and they're turning off, that's just to be like maybe a, yeah. maybe my.
my head. Well, no, because it's dark out. Like dead yeah. of winter, lights are turning off yeah. in know. the morning. And I, I chalk it up as my headlights are so bright that the light thinks it's daytime and turns off. Crash like maybe there's a sensor on there. Have those typical RAM. <laughs> they high and they bright. <laughs> That's true. You gotta have them, James. <laughs> I like to see what's approaching me. Yeah. It's very true. Birds start waking up when he's driving. Oh, yeah, yeah. go to bed. <laughs> they think the sun's rising. Yeah. <laughs> That's gotta be coincidence, no? I, I don't know. It does happen when I'm walking, mm-hmm. too. Uh, Cal says there are people who will drain watch batteries three times faster than the average population. There's a body chemistry and an acidity at work. Oh, there's been informal studi- studies, but no published journals yet. Mm. That's what I mean. If this was if this was really a thing, wouldn't we like know? Should I? If it's a blood issue, I should uh, get Chat GPT to write a thing on me. All oh, right, on I- you. I'll be the first study. Oh, I'll God. be in the history books, guys. We'd have to... I'm pro-dissecting you. I think doctors should rip you limb to limb to try and get down to the answer to this. You saw my license. All right. <laughs> no ripping it apart. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So I'm sure you've already seen this morning, um, the NDP has been elected or, or in pretty much all Edmonton ridings as of this morning, and the UCP winning a majority government in Alberta, which was announced late last night. Ginge stayed up right to the very end, yeah, despite Alberta. the slow rollout from Elections Alberta. Rachel Notley's party has been elected of 18 of, or pardon me, I think it's all 20 now. This information hasn't been uh, updated, including though in Edmonton Southwest, where uh, Casey Madu was defeated as well, it was breaking news this morning that Tyler uh, Shandro is out as well. Mm. He gone. Shandy. He gone. Yeah, they made that uh, official. The NDP also flipped a riding in Short Park, held its seat in St. Albert, uh, and the UCP holds 49 seats, NDP holding 38. The biggest flip was the UCP gained 14 seats. I believe all 14 were from Calgary. Mm. Hmm. The NDP. Oh, pardon me, yeah. NDP. NDP. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. those are the results there. Uh, they're going to, of course, be updated uh, as the day goes through because, as of right now, they're still unofficial. So I'm sure within the next couple of hours or so, they will be official. Hmm. For those of you who have ever had a catalytic converter stolen, well, you're not alone. And as a matter of fact, a spike in catalytic converter thefts is prompting Edmonton City Council to review a scrap metal bylaw. Oh. This is interesting. This is to basically deter people from stealing a catalytic converter Mm -hmm. and being able to sell it. Okay. It's going to be up for debate at City Hall uh, this week. Basically, what they're looking to do, and other people have already put this in place, is that the catalytic converter wouldn't be able to be sold without the exhaust system attached. Oh, you need the whole system. You need the whole system. Oh, which will be uh, creating more work for people cutting them off. Now, other major Canadian cities are starting to update their bylaws to help deter thieves. Um, and this is the one that they're looking at in Surrey, British Columbia. They passed this in April. So so only catalytic converters can be sold if they are attached to the exhaust system of a vehicle, if they have a VIN etching, and if the seller has registration to prove that they own the vehicle wow. of which the catalytic converter came from. Oh. Or if it has a VIN etching and the seller is a licensed automotive repair business. So if you're just a scrap guy picking up like scrap metal, nope. he, he can't cash in on it. Nope. Oh. Well, how I've never owned or operated a scrapyard, uh-huh. but how many catalytic converters that aren't attached to the car are coming in that aren't stolen? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like typically, you you junk the whole car, right? Yeah. Like you, if yeah. you're bringing in oh, just sure. the catalytic converter. But I guess uh, if you're if you run a uh, shop, 
right? Well, they, maybe it you're... says if you're licensed, like if oh, you can okay. show. Yeah, right. So yeah, if yeah. you're if you're a shop guy, you're, you're fine. Document everything. Basically, yeah. it's if you are a criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now but, they say they have to do something. Around three thousand three hundred and fifty catalytic converters were reported stolen in Edmonton last year alone. That's a one thousand four hundred percent increase from twenty eighteen when there was only two hundred and thirteen thefts. Mm. That's a lot. By the way, what did it cost Edmontonians in repairs? Twenty million dollars oh. in repairs and replacements on stolen catalytic converters just last year alone. Wow. Well, it's all that precious metal in there, and they were hitting like some uh, big, uh, big vehicles, and yes. that's top dollar. Because when we've talked about it, people are like, "Yeah, that's thirteen thousand dollars on my vehicle." Yeah, like that's a good chunk of change. I want to do a quick poll: five, six, seven, eight, nine. If you did, in fact, have to repair your vehicle after a catalytic converter theft, how mm-hmm. much did it cost? Mm-hmm. I just want to see what, on average, it would be. Because, like, uh, some buses had their catalytic oh, yeah. converters removed. That was a huge chunk of change. Yeah. Mm. Now, apart from changing bylaws, city council is also looking at joining the Edmonton Police Commission in lobbying the federal government to require VIN etchings on converters in new and imported vehicles and for the provincial government to fill in the gaps identified since the scrap metal sale legislation was passed in November of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anything before that wasn't etched? No. So I was going to mm. say, like, when did they start etching catalytic converters? They, I, they haven't yet. It's still being lobbied. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's what they want to do, a voluntary VIN etching program with mechanics and with dealerships. Hmm. Now, some jurisdictions do have programs where drivers can get VIN etching for a discount or for free during a visit to a mechanic, but it's not like law. You know what I'm saying? Sean's got a tip, too. Okay. Says, if it gets jacked, don't replace a catalytic converter. Just go straight pipe, save some cash. Man. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Benny also says, my sister's car was $2,200 to repair. Ouch. Is that something that uh, insurance covers or? That's a great question. Or is it even worth like jacking up your premium? Just find the cash and do it yourself. This text here, 5679 says, this might be a dumb question, but how would you know it was removed? Someone wants to know. Uh, It'll be a lot louder. You'd hear it. Is it the sound? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd People be, say, would your vehicle... very loud. You start up, it's like, boom! Would your vehicle just stop working? No. Oh, she, no, she'd work. Yeah, it'll work. It's point A to point B, but she's going to be loud. This text here says, guys, they ruined the underneath of my car. $7,000. Well, I'd imagine it's not a clean cut. That's a great point, too. They're getting You're in lucky if out. they're just hitting the exhaust. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Devin says mine was about $7,000. Yeah, that's ah. what I just read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This text here says, hey, guys, good morning. My kid had her stolen last year. Mm-hmm. We just went straight pipe to save some money. That's from Brandy on the south side. Mm-hmm. Another text here says we had several cat converters stolen for shop trucks. Six to seven thousand dollars every time that it's happened. Sometimes is your catalytic converter stolen? Like, does it outpace the value of your vehicle? Well, in some cases, sure. Yeah. If you got a right. If you're, if you're wonder, like yeah. ripping in a little Cavalier, although a Cavalier converter is probably pretty cheap. Man, oh man. This text here says, good morning, guys. I work for a school bus company, and we have a pass yard that hosts about 100 buses. Last year, from April, what did they say? April until October. Mm-hmm. Apparently, all you heard was buses firing up that were like, bam, bam. On the bus is so high up, too, right? It's an easy job. Quick to just get under there it's and cut it. Thief's dream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, so when it comes to catalytic converters, I just wanted to chime in 
and uh, say that like it's actually wild. They could get up to thirty seven hundred dollars. Oh my her. god! Um, recently, my friend's sister got her stolen, and she had a relatively new car, and. Yeah, the insurance wouldn't even cover majority of it. She still had to pay, I think, twenty seven hundred dollars out oh. of pocket. The insurance, they didn't cover it, eh? No, they only cover a certain amount, and then the rest is out of pocket. Oh, uh, I, I think it's because it's a new car, but it's wild, man. It's so sad. I don't know what the government is going to do about it, but there has to be something done. I think it has to be. I don't. I don't think the thieves are just a problem. It's the people giving the demand. I think there's like the sellers, the buyers. So oh yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, there is a, it's price a lucrative for business yeah, to be jacking a bunch of catalytic converters. Yeah. I know. They're All looking right. into some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Alan. No worries. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Other people are saying you should just slam your vehicle as low to the ground as it'll go. You see some lowriders in or, town. Or get one of those stickers, you know, people put on their cars that say all valuables have been removed. Mm-hmm. Right. All valuables and, and catalytic, catalytic converters, converters have been little removed. Arrow. <laughs> They're gone. All right. If you're fans of shows like Succession, then you've probably heard the terms quiet luxury or stealth wealth. Well, it turns out that that concept is now becoming the biggest trend of 2023. Now, quiet luxury, while difficult to define, is something that basically is adorned by the rich and famous. So it's not necessarily you're walking around exposing your wealth or flashing it, such as like excessive logos, big name brands, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like that look. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's wearing clothing or accessories from really expensive brands like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, or Dior that yell, you don't know what I am. Mm. I could just okay. be a t-shirt, yeah. but this t-shirt cost me $4,000. But uh, if you're spending that much, don't you want people to know? Oh, well, they're saying it's changing. Interesting. Stealth wealth is actually a trend where classic tailored silhouettes are in, in neat, neutral shades like black, white, gray, beige, and navy, and you would absolutely have no idea what any of it costs. So this button-up shirt could be Gucci, and you'd never know. Yeah, and you could have oh. paid like $4,200 for it, and we wouldn't know. No bigs! No. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody had a look at where would quiet luxury folks spend their time vacationing here in Canada. Uh And there were a couple of resorts that actually I've never really even heard of (laughs) that popped up for your quiet luxury resorts here in Canada. Mm -hmm. So this is if you want to splurge on a luxurious vacation or if you just want to have a look at them online and dream about living that 1% life here in Canada. Here's a few that you can go and check out. They screen quiet luxury. Number one, tell me if you've heard of this. Sonora Resort in BC. Oh. No, no, but the name sounds expensive. It does. It's on a secluded island, and it's so secluded you can only get there by private helicopter or seaplane. Whoa. Yeah. Look at that. Isn't that amazing? Oh, it does Ooh. look gorgeous. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. Wow. Well, that's fancy. I like having to fly in somewhere. I've never had to fly in somewhere like this, but it would be cool if you did. Yeah, flying into just the resort. Just the resort. Oh, wow, that's nice. Gorgeous. That's pretty cool. Mm. Next on the list, Kawartha Lakes in Ontario. Wow, Apparently, anything there, yeah. Kawartha Lakes is a lesser known and quieter Muskoka. Still top dollar. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, it yeah. is like, it's so expensive, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a lot of stars like to vacation at Kawartha Lakes. Fairmont Le Manoir Richelieu in Quebec. Apparently, this is a stunning resort on a cliff overlooking the St. Lawrence River. Mm-hmm. 
I've never even heard of it. Um, Michelle from Beaumont jumping back on the yes. uh, your uh, BC property there sure. that you fly in. She goes, um, how is that quiet luxury? Who's not going to notice your private helicopter? Well, it's, <laughs> it's quiet because nobody's going to know except for the people at the resort. Everyone That's there true. is rich. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone there is as well. Mm. And then the last one on my list, Tofino. Apparently, oh, I so you can say Tofield. Tofield, Alberta. <laughs> no, Tofino. Tofino, yeah. People escaping, uh, I guess, like their high power jobs tend to flock to this oceanside paradise in Vancouver Island. Lady Gaga apparently is there quite often. Hmm. She uh, rents a home in Tofino as well. And Vancouverite Ryan Reynolds and his ex wife Scarlett Johansson uh, reportedly had their wedding there as well. Tofino is nice. It's very nice. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's very pretty. Mm hmm. But no, unfortunately, no spot in Alberta made the list. Nothing? No. We're even quieter. The we're, quietest we're too of luxury. Quiet. The quietest of luxury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we got our staples, right? But it ain't quiet. Oh, I thought you meant like staples, the actual business. Oh, we, we, oh, staples, yeah. we got staples. Yeah. 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 A nice little printing center. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can do it all, Mars. Yeah, I get it. All right. Remember when you were young and adults said that you shouldn't swallow gum because it took seven years to digest it? Well, apparently that's not really true. Your body will actually pass gum within two days. That's how long it takes. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's okay to swallow your gum. Now, gum can't be digested so apparently it comes out whole and if you swallow a few pieces it could cause some digestive problems so a five-year-old boy recently swallowed 40 pieces of gum in one day it obstructed his gi tract causing major stomach aches he was rushed to the er and scans showed the problem was a huge mass of gum oh why why wouldn't gum break down what is i don't know because I feel like your stomach acid should do a number on it, no? And I've never noticed... I swallowed my share of gum. Sure, I've yeah. never noticed gum... Bunging you ...on up. the way out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I've never seen gum floating in the toilet. Yeah. I wonder if... Uh, yeah, it comes out whole. Huh. Oh. Because yeah. I feel like you'd... There's like... Hubba Bubba's a, a sizable piece of gum. It is. Sure. You think like, I feel like you'd, you'd yeah. notice that... A little piece of double bubble in On there. the way out. <laughs> Maybe it never came out. While you're reading the comic? Hmm? <laughs> Doctors removed the gum by placing a metal tube down his throat and using a tool to grab the buildup. Oh, oh wow. They went all the way down? Ooh. Yeah. Wow. The boy only suffered a sore throat afterwards, but that was nothing compared to having 40 pieces of gum clogging up his pipes. Hmm. It's pretty gross. What is gum? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really into gum. I don't remember the last time I chewed a piece of gum, but... Oh, gum's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a gum guy. Yeah, yeah. you are a gum guy. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind chewing gum every now and again. Mm. Crash uh, gets mad at me though because I like to pop it. So, oh my god, you can't <laughs> blow a bubble. Well, I can blow a bubble, but Mars mm. does that loud pop, the suck in pop. I can or a really... tiny little tiny little bubble that pops out. Yeah, mm. I can really crack my gum. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of gum do you chew? Oh, wide variety. You got five. Mm. I'm a five man. Yeah, mm. uh, but I really have, I'm really having a gum renaissance because of the kids. Kids love gum. Do they? Oh, kids oh, yeah, gum's are gum a treat. crazy. Mm. Yeah. Kids can have gum in class now. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Yeah, we were Could not allowed imagine? to do that. No. That's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. I would have got smacked across the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There weren't hats in class chewing gum? Hats? Oh, my like God. prison in there. Can they, uh, can they blow bubbles then? Like that's I cool. don't know about bubbles. Oh, okay. I don't know if they'll bubbles in class. Do you get so your gum can... taken away if you blow bubbles? No, they can chew it up. Are they chewing like a trident, or are, they, are you sending them to school with hubba bubba? Who's not hubba bubba? Wow. I remember Fun teachers gum. walking up to kids that were chewing gum, being like, 
Get it. Oh, yeah. And I had to spit, spit it, it out? in the teacher's hand. Ugh. And then I remember the teacher that would throw it in the garbage. Yeah. Be like no gum, <laughs> and for what? I don't, I don't know, I don't know why. I always thought it was just because it was annoying. Like yeah. I thought the teacher was annoyed by the gum chewing. Well, they didn't they want it under the desk. Yeah, that's usually what it is. Mm. They don't want to, cl- to clean it up. It's not their desks. Plus, if you <laughs> buy the desk, falls out of their mouth on the floor and they step on it. There's gum everywhere. Wow. You think it's hard to get out of your guts? Imagine trying to get it off the floor. That's someone else's problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the janitor's problem. It's also regulating. It's nice to. Just have, a, just have a second with a nice I, piece of gum. No, I don't. To have a chew? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Longest lasting gum, which one is it? Flavor-wise? Yeah. Does any gum last beyond 10 minutes? Excel usually does. Mm. I like their bubble mint. Accelerate your breath. breath. What about a good old juicy fruit? Oh, I haven't had a juicy fruit in forever. Those taste, never lasted. Taste will move you. It mm-hmm. will move you, but it will only move you for about three minutes, I think, and then it's that's done. It. What's the, uh, is that the five? Five or five? Five, five yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like five's got a, a good long chew. I'd say the shortest is your trident. Your hubba's. Your hubba bubba's. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and at five, six, seven, eight, nine says, I remember having to write lines as punishment for chewing gum in class. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> It sucked big time. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, I know Ubers can be pricey, but this guy probably should have sprung for one. A man from southern Illinois named Timothy is facing charges after he stole a construction vehicle and drove it to the airport to catch a flight. Hmm. Now, this happened last week. Airport officials called the cops after they saw a backhoe parked in the airport parking lot and thought it seemed a little suspicious. Security footage showed Timothy driving up in the backhoe, pulling into a parking spot, then hopping out and calmly walking into the airport with a guitar on his back. It turned out he stole the backhoe from a construction site and drove it 10 miles to make sure that he made his flight in time. (laughs) Now, he was already on his flight by the time the the cops showed up. They tracked him down in Nevada. And he's now facing some charges. They were waiting for him. Mm. Yeah, they were waiting for him. Fun. What's the top speed of one of those? Uh, I don't know, like 20? No idea. Are you getting up to 20? Maybe? I have no idea. But 10 miles in one feels like an incredibly long drive. I guess. Yeah, maybe even quicker. He had to get to the airport. Yeah, just get going. Maybe it was downhill, too. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. Mm-hmm. But they busted him. Hmm. All right, this is crazy. Some runners may not remember winning a race because of adrenaline. Others may not because they were knocked out cold while chasing after cheese. You may have heard about the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling in Wake. We actually watched a documentary on this. It is funny. Yeah. It is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's an annual event in England where people race down a very steep 200-yard-long hill chasing a wheel of double double Gloucester cheese. And apparently the event this year happened yesterday and a 19-year-old Canadian named Delaney Irving won the women's race despite falling and being knocked unconscious <laughs> on her way down, rolling across the finish line. Now, if you don't know what this event is, basically, uh, you go to the top of a mountain, organizers roll a cheese down the side of the mountain, and everyone has to run down this <laughs> steep hill to chase a seven-pound cheese wheel. And we're talking broken legs, broken arms. Yes. In this situation, which she was unconscious. She was unconscious <laughs> she was when not she won. Unconscious. And then she fell down that hill with such force yeah. that she won. 
It's the most violent thing you can do. It's if, crazy. Because if you have any hopes of winning, you got to get moving fast. Yeah. And you can't, no one ever just makes it down unscathed. No. It's a no. full speed. Yeah. You, everyone ends up tumbling. And some people will like tumble quite a ways and still like get back on their feet and start running and then tumble again. And you're just like, oh, no, oh, God. Yeah. But she won it. She did. She won it. Now, she's from Vancouver Island, and she told the BBC that she was not cheesed off by what happened. Hey. She said, quote, the race was good, now that I remember it. She says, I remember running, then I remember bumping my head, and then I woke up in the medical tent, and people were cheering, saying that I won the race. I still don't really believe it, but it feels great. Mm-hmm. Apparently, another big cheese was Royoya Mininami from Japan, who was among the winners. When he was asked why he entered the race, he replied, quote, because I love cheese. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. What is you get the cheese obviously yeah and then there's cheese celebrations like, at the bottom a uh, hundred thousand dollars I think it's just I don't think there's a cash prize is there it's just the cheese just the bragging rights oh I guess so I think so yeah I'm just trying to think of the documentary we watched I don't think yeah I don't think there's a dollar value no there's not I think it's just the title it's just the title here I'll post a picture of the mayhem a nice uh, nice image here. By the way, if you do watch the video, it's a little hard to watch because it does show her um, Delaney wiping out. But there's nothing overly graphic. You just see her kind of fall. Look at the picture I posted. This is typical. (laughs) (laughs) This is not like something went bad. This is how they get down the hill. What a weird tradition. There's just so many hits to the head. Look at the guy that's his legs are up in the air and his face is dragging on the ground. Yeah. Face is dragging. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I do have a little bit of audio here of uh, Delaney chatting about her win. Have a listen. Oh, here we go. One more time. Have a listen. I'm good. Now that I remember it, I'm good. <laughs> um, I remember running and then I hurt my head. And then I woke up in the tent despite the injuries. I think it's worth it. So there you go. She woke up in the tent. She was injured. Now, Ginger, you've got kids, and I'm sure you spend a lot of time on hills. Yeah. When was the last time you rolled down a hill? Like, do that move where you're rolling on purpose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's terrible. It's you'll you'll never recover. I'll be you'll be dizzy for months. Do you roll uh, head over no. ass? No, no, or no, no, you no. go. Do you ever roll down a hill? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just wondering if he gets, oh. changes it up. No, no. Try to impress your down you yeah, are you trying to impress your no. children no. or what? <laughs> I'd never walk again. <laughs> The spine couldn't take it. You just, you just go like you will do the long way. The yeah, you do like roller. a log roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. oh, terrible. Have you done it? Yeah, I can't handle that sort of motion anymore. Oh, does it hurt? As you age, your your body doesn't have the same internal balance. Like any like rides. You guys been on rides lately? Uh, uh, Spinning nope. rides. I gotta go on rides this year, and I'm not happy. Good. About it. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I can't handle once you as you age. You can't do the spinning anymore. Yeah, I don't want spinny rides. Oh. Same with rolling down or the hill. Or high or upside down. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse on rolling down a hill? Is it ro- the actual spin or is it the pain from hitting rocks? It's the spin. It's the spin. Yeah. Because mm. it's, it's, it's it's, you, can't, you can't stop the spin. When you're ready to stop, you still got about eight rolls left in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You can't just throw on the brakes. Yeah, right. yeah. You got to keep rolling. Oh, I get dizzy just thinking about it. Haley, when was the last time you rolled down a hill? Oh, God. You were a kid, right? No, I wasn't a kid. Oh. I was a drunk, <laughs> drunk young adult. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, all right, We've drunk all young adult works too. We've all been there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Any and, injuries? 
No, nothing no. serious. That's I rolled down the hill to avoid injuries. Perfect. Yeah, because I'm usually not so good on my feet. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, as an adult, have you tried rolling down a hill? And um, like Ginger, is it just like you're not doing it anymore? Was it more pain or was it more dizzy? Like Crash has to take our nieces on all the rides at K-Days this year. Uh-huh. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I feel like that's something their parents should do. <laughs> They're saying no. <laughs> so they volunteered Uncle Crash Yay, to go on all the rides. That, uh, who's jacked? Is, yeah. there, is there one ride you won't do? Uh, I will not do the zipper. Okay. Uh, I feel like uh, my body just won't handle that. And okay. I feel like that'll really ruin my back even more. Is What's there any back? 35 and over people listening who have been recently on a zipper? <laughs> like even as a teen, the zipper hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Something smooth about a zipper. No. That, that ride should be discontinued. Wouldn't it just be though, because it's been a while since I've seen the interior of the zipper. It's a cage. But you're strapped in, right? Somewhat. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a, there's a, bar. a belt. But you're holding yeah. yourself up too. And it's just shaking you. Yeah, they're too young to go on the zipper. Good. Mm-hmm. So you're okay. You don't need to be that tall for the zipper. Oh, don't say that. My kid's been on the zipper. What? Did, no. No. Did what? you go on? Oh, yeah. You don't have to be that tall for the zipper. Uh, the zipper's like four feet. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you be on that zipper. No, I don't oh, want to go on the zipper. I'm going to talk to those girls and get them on that zipper. <laughs> no. Okay. Did you go on the zipper with your kids? Yeah, I've been on the zipper. Would you go on the zipper this oh, year? Oh, zipper's not bad. Zipper doesn't spin that far. It's just those, it's the straight spinny ones. Uh, like your Gravitrons. Oh, I can do Gravitron. Oh, no. Actually, uh, those days are over. I can do Gravitron. Can you do the chain swings that go up in the air? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. But it's the straight, like, because that's like a fun in the air, a leisurely swing. Yeah. But it's the straight, like, just like spinning. What like about the, uh, this wash cycle? Ugh. The uh, Kamikaze. Well, that's fine. The it looks which like one's a big, that? It's a, it's like a big hammer in the sky. The just big arm. goes around. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Could you do that one? And that's that gets fine. like warp speed. Yeah, but it's just the actual like you're standing up and you're just spinning around mm-hmm. like those strawberries. You get in there with some. <laughs> that's a children's ride. You can get that thing. <laughs> a- Is that the one with the wheel? In yes. The oh yeah, like teacup time. Oh, you can't do it. God, <laughs> those ones you can get some pretty good G force. It's but. me <laughs> slapping children's hands off that wheel. <laughs> Don't touch that wheel. Is I it, don't know. Get off that wheel! Is it because you'll barf? Face. Yeah, I just get I just get so I can't do the spinning anymore. Hmm. Then I will walk off and I'm all cockeyed, yeah. stumbling across the fairgrounds. Can, ah. you, can you go on the uh, the uh, bank of seats? It's like a roller coaster, but just that one big wheel. Sure. I forget what it's called. Yeah, upside down's fine. Yeah, round hmm. and round. I just can't upside do the, down and speed. You're totally cool with. Yeah, the that's spinning. Great. Height's still fun. I still have fun on rides. Roller coasters are still incredible. Yeah, yeah. But mm. just like sitting and spinning, no, thank you. This text here from SB says, "Guys, I jumped on the trampoline with my kids for ten seconds the other day, got off and almost barfed." Oh, yeah, it's a lot. What's the? Uh, uh, it's a spinning one, kind of spinning. Uh, the snow, not snow coaster, snowball. The oh, I know which where one. Where the, the DJ's always like, "Do you want to go oh. faster?" The Polar Express. Polar Express. Yeah. That's all right. You could do that. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. And I wouldn't miss that because of the art. I love that fur bikini. The girl with the big sword. They always oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For whatever reason. <laughs> it's all like Conan for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the Arctic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great one. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> all right. Did you do something um, like with your kids? Maybe it was a ride. Maybe you're like Ginge now and you just can't spin anymore. Did you roll down a hill? Did you go on the giant strawberries at K-Days and did it ruin your entire day? I'm worried about a- that kids roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Well, you did the one at um, uh, Galaxyland. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were okay on that yeah, one. Yeah, I was fine. I just, uh, that was a couple of years ago, though. I, I don't know if I feel like I want to do it. 
<laughs> is it because you're worried that like you're is Maybe. it spinning? Uh, it might be the spinning. It might be the drops. Actually, now it's the drops now. Because oh. like the the Tower of Terror, Drop of Fear, whatever you want to call it, like those ones I could do no problem. But now I feel like I might lose my shreddies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of worried on that. <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna go. Well, though, actually, there will be some like the, drops. The free fall. Yeah, mm. I can't do that chain swing that goes up in the air. Mm. That one Which sucks. Is the easiest ride ever. I don't like that one at all. Like Capier says, the chain swing is a hard no for me. Last time I went with my son, I had to close my eyes. I felt like I was going to barf. Yeah. Although the one at K Days is pretty big, and it does angle a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, he gets boy. a good height on, right on the peak. Yeah. All right. What have you recently tried to do? Um, you know, to keep up with your kids, and you realized, oh na- oh man, the spins affect me differently. <laughs> the drops affect me differently. Mm. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We started talking about, like, I guess getting flipped around and getting flipped upside down. Um, all because a Canadian woman won an annual cheese rolling race yesterday. And if you're wondering what that is, it's the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake. It's an annual event in England where people race down a very steep 200-yard-long hill chasing a wheel of double Gloucester cheese. Now, this hill, basically, you either somersault down it or you roll down the hill log style. Mm-hmm. And this year's event happened yesterday. A 19-year-old woman from Vancouver Island, one named Delaney Irving, she fell and was knocked unconscious on her way down, rolled across the finish line first. So she didn't know that she won until she woke up in the medical tent. Which is fantastic. She's like, yay, well worth it. Well worth and it. she has no regret. Knocked unconscious. Or memory of the event. Yeah, that's true. So we started talking about rolling down a hill. If you've done it as an adult, I mean, it, it's not as fun as it was when you were eight years old. Mm-hmm. No. God. Uh, Ginger, over the weekend, you were at uh, some carnival action. Yeah. Did you do any rides? Actually, it was nice. Uh, the kids were uh, with their friends. They're big enough. They didn't need uh, old papa. Nice. Was great. Oh, yes. I was just I was like there, but like wasn't like... Yeah, you didn't have to parent. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best kind of weekend. (laughs) That got us talking to the fact that as you will get older, um, you can't do spinny stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. Drops. Crash is worried now about mega drops. Like years ago, I did the uh, slingshot. That was fun. I don't know if I could do that like anymore. Years ago, yeah. If you could slingshot again, I don't. I don't think I could. I still like heights. Yeah. I'd slingshot with you, brother. Would you? Yeah. Can you do that G force though? Yeah, can, yeah, but because because you the the whole cage ends up spinning a bit, That's you can fine. handle that. It's, it's not it's, it spins. I'm fine like moving around. It's oh, just okay. that constant, the con- never ending same direction motion. Like, yeah, okay. Teacup gravitron Good. rolling down a hill. What's that big purpley octopus one? Like That's the arms cool. that lift you up, but those spin. That's cool, baby. They spin, but it's you're also moving the other direction. It's just that one. The some, one direction kills some you. Some rides are just all they do is you just sit there and you spin around, and I can't and I won't. Do it <laughs> I always feel terrible getting out of them. Yeah, it stays with you for a bit. It does. I don't have like I don't get like motion sick in the car or on boats or anything like that. Uh-huh. But you know, people who do, uh-huh. like they need like a minute. Like it's if even when even when they're out of the car off the boat, you can see they don't have like their. They're land legs yet. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, they're all Sticks wobbly. with them, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicole's at the top here. Nicole, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Um, you attempted to go on a ride with your kid, right? How'd that go? Oh, my God. It was about 10 years ago, and it was just at one of the Midway carnivals. And I'm from Ontario, so we, I've been going to Canada's Wonderland for my entire life. Yeah. I've never had a problem with rides, ever. And after I had my daughter, yeah, it was about three years after that, I went on just those innocent looking swings with her 
thinking that she was going to be the one having a problem. Mm. And when I got off that, I had like, I had the spins, like as if I had drank like a 60 pounder the night before. <laughs> like, oh my it God. It was so, it was so bad. I'd never felt, I felt so sick. I was like, well, I guess those days are over. Wow. You're, you could just, oh. as the swings were going, you could kind of feel your stomach dropping or did you feel it all as soon as you got on the ground? Yeah, no, it was totally all after. I felt fine when I was up there, and then as soon as it stopped, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> How long did it stay with you afterwards? Um, it, Not very long. It probably was about five minutes for me to, like, recuperate myself, but I definitely wasn't going on any more rides that Well, day. yeah, I was just going to say, because if you probably continued going on other spinny rides, you would have really felt it longer. Oh, yeah, no. After that, I was like, nope. I'm like, I am, those days are over. No more the swings for me. Yeah, you're like, retiring a champ. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I held down my puke. That's right. All right, thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Have a good one. You Bye. too. Bye. She's talking about the big, like the big, big swings, chain right? Yeah. The big yeah. chain ones. Mm-hmm. You went on those ones at Galaxy Land. You yeah. were okay on those. Those are fine. Yeah. Swing of the century. Yeah. One of their mm. signature rides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't mind the chain swings. I could totally do that. It's tough, though, because you don't know uh, you've outaged certain rides <laughs> until you ride it again. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't yeah. know until you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob at five six seven eight nine says, "Ginger, I'm right there with you. It's the same direction rides. Yeah. Years ago, I went on the swing that does that big slow circle. So mm-hmm. the oh. big swing, chain swing. Yeah. And that was too much for me. <laughs> yeah. Ginger. People say they can't do it. Yeah. Would you be crying and on the verge of puking if you went on a merry-go-round? <laughs> I can handle merry-go-round. <laughs> Puke all over the Depends ponies. on which horse I get, as long as I get my pink one. Oh, yeah, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, this text here at uh, 56789 says, Hey, guys, my seven-year-old daughter wants to do cartwheels and handstands, so she's outside practicing all day. She asks my husband, myself, and her grandma to do them with her. We all figured out pretty quickly we are unable to cartwheel. I pulled the muscles in my legs, and my husband isn't coordinated enough, and grandma realized her wrists don't support her body anymore. Mm. Seven-year-olds don't get it, though. Yeah, I was doing cartwheels last year. I'm like, ooh, my wrists aren't what they used to be. That's <laughs> <laughs> the wrists. Uh, Thomas, hello. How's it going? Good, good. Uh, you ended up on a spinny ride. How did that go for you? Not so well. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was the strawberry spinning one. And, you know, the older you get, it's just you can't handle those rides anymore. It's, it's just, I don't know what it is, but. It's just um, like the G-force yeah, and, and, and just everything pushing you against the side of the ride. Yeah, and, the, you know, the kids, they just want to go faster and faster and faster. So they just keep spinning the wheel. They just keep constantly going. And then it's just like, you know what? I think I'm going to get sick. And they're just laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the adult. They want you to pull harder yeah, to get a do. better spin going on, For right? For sure. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get a hold of the guy that's actually running the ride to stop the ride because I'm going to throw up all over the place, right? <laughs> so just telling them, stop. You know, is there an e-stop on there that automatically stops the ride? I'm looking for a button, but there's nothing there. Yeah, there's no emergency stop. Do you find that you just kind of close your eyes and try to go into a different place? No, it makes it worse. <laughs> for, for, for me, it makes it worse. Right? Yeah. As it's spinning I, around, like, I'll try to, like, just, pit, like, find something that uh, every time it spins around, I'm looking for that one that one thing that I'm trying to concentrate on, but by the to, end of it, I'm, I'm yeah. puking on my way out. Oh, oh no, you're finding the closest garbage can. Yeah, now the wife has to go on all the rides all the time, and I'll just go to the beer gardens. I can handle those things. There you go. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. Okay. Have a great day. You too, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Just like you, Ginge.
Can't handle it. There's a lot, like a, a lot of people, like this text here says, Ginge, we took our kids to Galaxy Land not that long ago. Both my wife and I loved rides growing up. We went on the teacups halfway through the day and it ended the, the, the outing for us. Yeah, I still, I'll power through because, you know, uh, you got it with the kids and I can't let them know that their father's a coward. Yes. But there's also that because he was talking about you focus on one thing when you're spinning around. Yeah. In those like Gravitrons, those like uh, UFO escapes, you know, the ones where your back's against the wall yeah. and it just spins you around. Yes. You are supposed to like focus on one thing, which is usually another person because that's who's across from you. Yeah. Right. So there's that weird eye contact for 90 seconds. Yeah. Because they don't know what you're doing. They're just having the time of their life. But every time they look forward. You're staring at them. This 40 year old ginger lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. This text here, five six seven eight nine, says, uh, "Hey guys, on the Mickey Mouse Ferris wheel in Disneyland, I had to shove my kid through the doorway so I could go and barf in a corner." That's from Andrea. Oh, no you like, out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alessandra, how you doing? Oh. Uh, good. Good. Um, you uh, discovered that you actually can't go on any rides. Yeah, so um, a few years ago, uh, my husband and I went to Fort Edmonton Park because they recently renovated and made their midway bigger. And we took our daughter. Now, before our daughter was born, we were huge at Jenna and Drunkies. We went to Katie's all the time, literally did every ride, no problem. Um, we went with our daughter to Fort Edmonton and she, the whole time all she wanted to do was go on the ride. Yeah. So we eventually get there and they have like a really mini version of Swing of the Century. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh, this is going to be easy peasy. So my husband goes on first. My daughter is loving it. He gets off the ride. She's like, I want to do it again. He's like, I'll be right back. I just need to go to use the bathroom. I'm like, no problem. I'll go wait in line with her. We're waiting. We're waiting. Oh. My husband's like, nowhere in sight. We get to the front. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, do I have to go on the ride with her? And uh, turns out my husband had gone to the bathroom and gotten sick after going on this really <laughs> tiny swing of the century. <laughs> I go on the ride and like first of all my daughter and I have to sit in like the pair seats because my um, my hips are a bit wide for the singles uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> the swings I'm thinking this is no problem and the ride starts up and I'm like oh my goodness oh my goodness <gasps> no right at the beginning I start having to like find that one spot to focus on because I was starting to feel so nauseous oh no I, the whole time I'm holding on to the chain thinking don't get sick don't get sick don't get sick my daughter's loving it the ride stops <laughs> we get off I can't walk a straight line my husband's <laughs> there waiting for us and I'm like you look like garbage and I feel like garbage. We had to go home. The what? drive home was the quietest drive. Oh, no, everyone's just home. holding their puke. Except for the kiddo. And they're like, what is wrong with us? We oh. got home and we like passed out on our bed, just like completely nauseous. Wow. Wow. And then he brings, and then he brings up, he's like, do you want to go to K-Days this year? And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> what are we going to be able to do? Oh, that is That's great. incredible that just like a small swing ride like that like destroyed you guys. Yeah, and I went to the giant ones on K-Day, the really high one. I've been to the one at West Ed so many times. This one is like a fraction of the size and yeah, the spinning just did us in. It gotcha. Couldn't do it. Holy yeah. cow. Brutal. Yeah, what a story. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Alexander. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So it's, it is just that one directional spinning. This is what's mm. taking everybody down. Yeah. And I'm worried about just like big crazy rides. No, I, it's, mm. it's the it's simple. The constant spinning. Yeah, that's still the fun stuff, like the, your dips and your dupes. But just that spinning. Mm. Death machine, like a Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicole's on uh, three here. Hello. 
Hey there. Hey. Hi. Uh, you used to love a ride, but now you can't do it anymore, right? No, can't do it. Grew up in South Africa with the old-fashioned jungle gyms, you know, that really unsafe stuff that <laughs> they don't make legal anymore. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I became a middle school teacher this year. My grade seven, let's push you on the swing. Let's go on the spinny thing. What? No, 10 seconds. Nope. Really? Because these off. old dangerous apparatuses scarred you for life. Definitely, it's the trauma. trauma. (laughs) I get it. No, I do. I understand it. Yeah. And is it like the spinning motion or just you see like you hang in in a little tiny chair from a chain? You're like, no, I do not want any part of that. Can't do it. It's all of it. Spinning, twirling up, down, sideways. Yeah. None of it anymore. Could you even do a roller coaster where you're sitting there locked in? I'm not sure because I don't... I don't like the drops because they terrify me on top of it. And uh, the side weight, when they slam you into the side, I'm like, get me off of this thing. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. You're just not a yeah. ride person. Not anymore. No, I used to be. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be brave. You could handle it all. Not that's, anymore. That's what Crash is turning yeah. into. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm looking at rides now. I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to do that. Because when I told him he was taking the nieces up to Katie's, he was like, I don't know. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't handle it. No. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm so glad I don't have my own kids because I'm a disappointment. I'm old. I can't go on anything with you. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. You guys have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. These spinny rides that are annihilating all of us adults yeah um would would the ride be better if it like spinned hardcore in one direction like the gravitron if it was like and you're like oh god and then it stopped and went the other way yeah, you gotta bring it would back. it unwind you, you gotta undo the damage i yeah. wonder travel back in time yeah yeah this text here five six seven eight nine says hey guys none of us had kids we're adults and a group of us from work went to a trampoline park. We thought one hour and 15 minutes was going to be such a great time and a good deal. Well, we got on the trampolines. One friend hurt himself on the first jump and the rest of us were tired of jumping after about 10 minutes. Mm. We physically couldn't do it. That's a lot. You guys put in a shift on a trampoline lately? No. no. It's exhausting. <laughs> I bet it is. Oh, I bet. so hard. I yeah. think the last time... Uh, I was involved with a trampoline was in my brother's backyard. Yeah. Remember where he was trying to get you on the trampoline? Yeah, I know why he was trying to get me on the trampoline. Ew. It was a hot summer day. Come on, Mars. Yeah. One jump. It's like, no. <laughs> We're family. <laughs> I'll help you out. No. Uh, one more on this. Uh, Derek's hanging on. Hey, Derek. Hey, how are you guys? Doing fantastic. Um, you uh, went on a ride. Uh, d- did it go well or not so well? <laughs> Well, so I have no problem going on the rides. It's my kids that often have the problems. But so, like, if you go to West End Mall of Galaxy Land, there's a new ride there. It's a trouble ride. And so you sit in this kind of bubble with a joystick that goes forwards or backwards. And so then you can spin forward. Then you literally go upside down. Oh, yes. Or you can reverse the two yeah. and do the opposite where you're doing, you know, the 316 reverse. Okay. And so my son wanted to go on it because he saw his older sister going on it. So I was like, yeah, sure. And at first he was terrified the first time and he was crying and such you know and so then his sister wanted to go on it with me and so i was like yeah sure let's go now she's older and she went with her friend the first time had a hoot the second time she went on with me she was crying too she's like dad you're too intense you're too too much (laughs) i know i was waiting in line for that ride with my niece and thankfully it was too long yeah and she's like yeah i don't need to do this one i'm like thank god (laughs) (laughs) this this is the crash and mars podcast 
So I'm sure you've already heard about the election results, um, and it looks like they've updated what NDP's sweep of Edmonton looks like. That was solidified uh, as of about an hour ago. The party led by Rachel Notley had been elected or was leading in all of Edmonton City ridings. The polls had finished, uh, say, for Edmonton City Centre, but it looks like it will be orange as well. Now, Danielle Smith's United Conservative Party won a majority government in Alberta late last night. Ginge stayed up to the very end. Yeah. I went to bed at like 9.30. The NDP, though, did manage to steal several seats in the province's 87-seat legislature, including Sherwood Park and Calgary. Among the seats that the NDP took away was Edmonton Southwest, uh, where Nathan Ip defeated UCP Deputy Premier Casey Madu. And uh, that's the big one. Oh, and Shandro lost his seat as well. She's going to be yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Was he an angry guy? Yeah. 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 He is out. Now, I was looking to see if there was any uh, explanation as to why the votes came in so late last night, because that was one of the big things is that Albertans were like, holy cow, like, how long do we have to wait for this? And as of right now, Elections Alberta is still saying we didn't do anything wrong. That's just the process. Oh. Yeah. They were Hmm. thorough, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, slow on the counting. They floated that idea on some of the broadcasts too about elections Alberta being extra careful because of what's going on in the states with uh, mm. people complaining about election fraud. Sure, yeah, so yeah. they oh, wanted okay. to dot all their eyes and go through everything with a fine tooth comb. Their T's, mm. I guess, maybe I don't know. Man, it took forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I need to go to bed. Yeah, I just did. Mm. Here's something that's pretty cool coming uh, back to Edmonton. Uh, have you guys ever participated in the World Naked Bike Ride? No. Well, it looks like um, it's coming back, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Basically, all you got to do is wear some shoes. The Naked Bike Ride is back in Edmonton next month in support of sustainability and body positivity. Now, it's held annually in cities across the globe. This breezy event is meant to, well, create some stir around it, create positive change, Turn some heads and encourage people to participate in as little or as much clothing as you would like. I should participate with my new bike. Yeah, show yeah, off the show show wheels. Yeah, yeah. You could wear, like, you could do it and wear, like, your uh, budgie smuggler. I don't need That's to. That's not the naked That's bike. That's not the naked bike. Because you can wear as little clothing as you want to. You can go full nude oh, or you okay. Are we doing this or not? <laughs> That's I'm not a- doing it. You're doing it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, are you going to do it or not? That's a great point. Right? Because you could wear that any day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can wear it to work. If you want to wear body paint, you can. A lot of people put on a funky hat or a full costume. And those interested in joining this nude convoy are set to meet on Saturday, uh, June the 17th. Mm-hmm. Starts at noon for a meet and greet. What's the what's the route? Uh, what is the route? Take it down, Jasper. In case somebody wanted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine these, did he white up? They didn't put out an official route oh. as of yet. Yeah, yeah. They just have the event listing. You have to be 18 years of age or older. You're advised to bring and wear sunscreen, water, and snacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. burn the bits. <laughs> don't burn your bits or yeah. your backs or, or your, your bums. Nips. Yeah, yeah. Or your nips. Oh. Those puppies don't see sun all year. <laughs> no. Woof. And they also say, make sure that your bike is in tip-top condition for the big day. You can check out their official Facebook page and remember to have fun and be respectful. Yeah, you don't want to break down that day. No, you don't. No, no. no. Make sure it's tip top condition. Would you be uh, all right with the, your seat and your new bike with no uh, with no shorts on? Well, it's pretty much the same with the shorts. Yeah, right. It's not like uh, the shorts are giving me any crazy protection. But you things usually, are just hanging all over now. <laughs> you do wear sacks that kind of keep. 
things yeah. in. Yeah, they'll just be like on one side of the seat or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the way they go? Oh, that's like where it would go. It's the only option. Yeah. Yeah. You could split the diff. You could split the diff. Mm-hmm. Or get one of those seats with the, uh, it has like a little cutout area where, where your bees can kind of sit a bit. Is that what that's for? I think. I don't know. I thought it was aerodynamics maybe? in the seat. I didn't think it was for body parts. I've never had one. I've just seen them. And I thought maybe it's to help with the 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 pushing on the bits. Yeah, maybe to get some air in there and to leave some. Same idea. I think when you gals are like sunbathing at the beach. Yeah. You scoop out a little chest area if you're laying face down. Mm-hmm. For comfort. You yeah, you make a little okay, room. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's like a little cup. Right, so it's kind of like... Yeah, I don't know if it's for that, but... Mm. But is that to help you split the diff, or is that to help you just lay it all in? Uh, I think you lay it in there then. Yeah. Take some pressure off. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It looks like, too, I just pulled up their Facebook page. Yeah. looks like in years past, they've gone down white. Because mm-hmm. here's a bunch of riders in front of a Chianti. Yeah, mm. they, they start on 85th Avenue and 103rd, so I would imagine it's in the Strathcona They make area. their way down. Mm-hmm. By the way, the cost is free. No registration is required. You just got to show up and enjoy the day. Oh. It feels like, sounds like a great, super fun event. Sure. It feels like yeah. one of those things, though, when you get down there, everyone's excited. You strip down. Yeah. Uh, you hop on your, your bikes. Yeah. And then you're pedaling, you're riding. Yeah. And then once it's done. You're like, so. Well, all right, well. Put your pants back on. Yeah, put your pants on. <laughs> it's the same if you ever like skinny dipped with like a group of people. Oh uh, yeah, heading into the water. Yeah, it's a party. Oh, it's great. Fun. Yeah, and then you splash around, you're having fun, and yeah. it's like, well, who's gonna be the first right. one heading out? Yeah. <laughs> Time to head back to the beach. And I guess you do. You just head back. Yeah, and you do. Yeah. You put your clothes on. You're like, well, that was, was a good time. Yeah, that was yeah. a good time. Yeah, it definitely is interesting. Is that yeah. nude beach still open up along the uh, river? Oh, well, I would Devon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cottontail so. Corner? Cottontail Corner, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they're still active. Is oh, yeah. that still going strong? I would imagine so, yeah. That's cool. Water would be very chilly, but... Not a lot of nice done. warm days. Mm-hmm. Why not? Speaking of warm days and beach activities, Edmonton will get a taste of the beach later this summer when a global beach volleyball tour is making its stop in our city. It's called the Beach Pro Tour Challenge, and it's going to feature some of the best beach volleyball players in the world. Now, this is going to happen in July, and the event features beach volleyball games, live music, and a festival-like atmosphere, which is pretty cool. It's like... Part beach ball, volley beach ball, like tournament, volley beach ball tournament. Mm-hmm. Part festival. Oh, so I like so. music, sure. food trucks, probably yeah. beer, beer trucks, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's all going down at the fan park in the ice district. Oh, cool. That'd so I'm guessing then, because it's beach volleyball, they're trucking in sand. I would imagine so. Yeah, fill it up, make it a beach. Right. They are uh, incredible athletes, mm-hmm. big time. Do you ever oh, watch those that beach volleyball? Oh yeah. My God. It's at one point, it's so tiring just watching them. Uh-huh. Up, down, up, down. Just two of them. <laughs> yeah. Covering the whole court. Mm-hmm. This one, though, you will have to buy tickets for and pre-sale tickets for the challenge in Edmonton will be starting availability today. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go check that out, general public on sale for uh, tickets will begin on May 31st. So pre-sale today, and then the whole thing's opened up tomorrow. You can go through ticketmaster.ca for that. Hmm. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not sure if you guys remember this story or not, but if you don't, let me jog your memory because for sure we had this in the news. Do you guys remember about, oh gosh, I want to say a decade ago, there was a really mysterious adoption that was in the spotlight. Um, it was around the adoption of a girl from Ukraine, and her name was Natalia Grace. And an American family adopted her back in 2010, only to discover that she was not the eight-year-old girl they thought that she oh. was 22. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. 
That's quite the uh, age difference. <laughs> is that like that movie uh, Orphan Black? It's or the same same plot. Orphan? Yeah. It's yeah. the yeah, it's the same this is just real life. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. kind of spooky. This is real life. Now, apparently when her parents um, adopted her from Ukraine, mm. uh, by the way, Natalia is a little person and sh- they thought that she was a child. They thought that she was 8 years old. Mm-hmm. Do you remember in the news too there was some discovery of pubic hair mm, mm-hmm. which was very yeah. interesting um well it turns out she actually tried to kill her family that adopted her oh my god <laughs> like the movie jeez <laughs> yes Yikes. and this is this is an actual story though well now for those of you who want to dive into it even more there's a documentary coming out called the curious case of natalia grace oh. and it's all about deceit this adoption um, the attempted murder. Wow. And the dysfunction of the family as well. Cool. Was it uh, foiled before she could actually do any harm? Or I, I, there was attempted harm? Well, I've got the trailer here. Do you want to have a listen to some sure. of it? Yeah. Okay. Hang on a second here. Have a listen. You're going to get the truth. I will pre-warn you. You might not like the truth. We were in a very tight-knit family. April 26, 2010, that's the day that we adopted Natalia. We had no idea what we were dealing with. She's not six. She was an adult. You could just tell. I'm like, whoa. Natalia was told her new birthday at the orphanage in Ukraine. She threatened to stab my sons. I definitely didn't feel safe around Natalia. You've adopted a kid and now they're trying to kill you. I mean, it's the stuff of a horror movie. Oh my God. She tried to poison and kill my wife. One night, I open my eyes, and Natalia is standing at the foot of the bed with a knife in her hand. Oh. She's tiny. These stories don't make sense. You just don't know, Drew Barnett's. The prosecutors went to Ukraine to track down Natalia's biological mother. I'm charged with two counts of child neglect. Is that correct? So this is the family that adopted her got charged to. Oh, man. Michael accuses Christine of beating Natalia. Oh, definitely not 100% innocent. Bye-bye. You lied because she told you to lie. Yes. It's like a Rubik's Cube. Just when you think you have it solved, you find out you don't. We were all abused! (laughs) That's the dad. It's all going to come to light. Be very good if you just quit talking. We're in deep. Trouble. That's the wife. Well, kicking down the stairs, we said we're not going to say, right? Oh, still my microphone on. You got a seatbelt? Wow. He's beating the floor with his fists. Oh. That's uh, quite the trailer. So there's another side to this coin. Yeah. So there's a whole other side to it as well. Wow. Yeah, apparently some people are disputing the claims of their uh, accusations that she was trying to to murder them. To murder, yeah. Because, yeah, she was, she is tiny. Yeah. Barely three feet tall. Yes. And a very rare apparent kind of dwarfism that can cause skeletal abnormalities. And she has trouble with vision and hearing. Wow. So that's why she could pass. Because, you know, a lot of you see a lot of little people just because they're short doesn't mean they look like they're six years old. No, not at all. They look like adults. Yes. 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 Of course. Where she did have, she looked very childlike. Like child. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. What's this going to be on? Well, right now, uh, people are like, where do I watch it in Canada? Uh, If you Google it... 
I think it's like it's out now in the US. Yeah. Um, I think you might be able to see it on YouTube or just wait, like give it like oh, two okay. weeks yeah. and it's going to be out here as well. Do you know, I didn't read, do you, how does it, I guess maybe you don't want to say how it ends, it's going to be a movie. But like is she, yeah, in, is she locked up is or? Is she back in Ukraine? Is she, are they, they, don't in, say. Are they in jail? It's just a three night event. Oh my God. Ooh, I like an event. Mm-hmm. I know, I like it too. People are saying this is legitimately the plot of the movie Orphan Black. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Just they must orphan. have taken it from, or just yeah. orphan. Orphan. They, they must have just taken it then from the story. No. Yeah, because I loved that movie growing up. It was a good scary movie. Because hmm. huh. it was just so creepy that somebody could just sneak into your house like that and just pass off as a child. You'd never yeah. know. You'd never know. But did she? Because that's what this well, is bringing knows? up now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, the way that the the dad pounds the ground at the end, like that hitting that you're hearing. Yeah. He's in his interview chair and he gets down all on one fours oh, and yeah. starts pounding the ground oh. with his fist. Well, he was he was duped <laughs> and almost murdered. <laughs> I don't know. So that's how he's reacting. <laughs> Seems like it was a little bit for the camera. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So nonetheless, um, yeah, I think right now you can watch it on YouTube or if you uh, if you want, you can um, just wait a couple of weeks here and it's going to be out in Canada as well. All right. Well, speaking of being old or feeling young, what's something that would make you feel old? Is it seeing gray hair? Is it seeing wrinkles? Is it hearing the Goo Goo Dolls being called classic rock? Is it seeing somebody yell at their kids to get off their lawn? Hmm. Well, a recent global study looked into how people feel about their age, and they found that in North America, the average age when people stop feeling young is 43 years old. 43? Now, right now, that's for people who were born in 1979 or 1980. Mm-hmm. The good news is, though, is that there's a bit of a buffer zone, and people said that they don't start feeling old until they're 52. So you stop feeling young at 43, but oh. you don't feel old until 52. So I still got plenty of time. I'm still in my 30s, baby. Yeah, that's right. There's a little purgatory in there. Yeah, there's a little purgatory in mm-hmm. there. This is also the last year before elder millennials will stop feeling young. Millennials are generally considered to be, to be born between about 1981 and 1996. So next year, those 81 babies will be turning 43. Mm-hmm. Now, of all countries in the world, there is one that feels the youngest at heart. And that country is Italians. Mm. Oh. If you're in Italy, you don't stop feeling young until you're 60. Damn. And you don't start feeling old until you're 70. Now, that's quite a discrepancy between the Italians and the North Americans. What's the difference? Lifestyle? Pasta? Wine? Pasta, which wine, cheese. You're just so comfortable all the time. Oh, I feel so No good. judging for eating a big plate of pasta. Who cares? Yeah. I think living at home to your 55 affects it, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do indeed. I'm quite a grown-up. <laughs> So Italy coming in with the Italians feeling the youngest overall. Mm -hmm. Now, what age uh, is also up there on that list? Paraguay. They don't feel old until they're um, about 60 as well. Hmm. South Korea, France, Slovenia. And then uh, Canada actually makes this list. We start feeling um, not young a little bit older than the Americans. We start feeling like we're not youthful at 49. Oh, I got plenty of time. Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Uh, Nikita shot us a text, says, when my eight-year-old asks me about the old days, <laughs> yes. and I'm only 36, ugh. <laughs> yes, to your eight-year-old, though, you are a... Death's relic. door. You are on death's door. Yeah. <laughs> it is true. Because mm-hmm. you remember being like 20 and seeing somebody who was 40, you oh, thought that they were that's ancient. That's true, yeah, ugh. Right? Yeah. yeah. You thought that they were just like... Just put them I, in the ground. Yeah. 
But like youth, if you're listening right now, I didn't realize how cool like late 30s and early 40 year olds were. They're awesome people. Right. <laughs> Sounds like a scam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. If only I'd known. And by the way, what are some of the things that you can do to stop feeling um, so old? They say the number one thing to do is to get lots of exercise. Apparently, the more you move your body and the stronger you are, the younger you will feel as you get older. Also, diet plays a big uh, a big issue in this as well. As long as you're eating good foods and feeling healthy from the inside out. Mm. I should get going to the gym. Just avoid mirrors. <laughs> avoid mirrors. I don't know if it's mirrors. Stay off the internet. I think it's, or staying off the internet would be a big one. Or just like how you feel as a as a person. Because like Haley often uses the expression, she feels like she's aging like spoiled milk. Mm. I'm aging like milk on the counter. Milk on the yeah. counter. Ooh. Fast. Whereas, oh, oh God. Yeah. Whereas I don't really feel that way. Mm. Yeah. I don't well, feel good. like I'm aging like milk on a counter. Do you, Ginge? Yeah, it's just sort of like a constant state of, I don't know. Pain? It's weird. Well, <laughs> a little creakier than I used to be. But, like, I always think about that. Like, did my mom think she was old when she was old? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can remember her being my age. Yeah. And like we were talking earlier, like, I thought she was the oldest person alive. Right? Yeah. But yeah, does yeah. she feel like I feel right now? Because I really don't feel old. Yeah. I don't I, think you ever do feel really old. Do, 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 probably not. That's what, that's what the study is, though. Yeah. What, what, at what age do we... In Canada, uh, we're 49. Anyone 49 and over, mm. do you feel old? Like yeah. in your brain, like as in your body sitting right now, mm-hmm. do you feel like you're an old person? Or do you are you like, oh my God, I feel like I'm 25 years old? If I didn't have my um, like numbness in my leg that I'm dealing with right now, and some people are throwing around the word, God forbid, sciatica. <laughs> <laughs> That's some um, old man stuff. That's some old man stuff. So yeah. it, it hasn't been uh, diagnosed as that. Um, but if I didn't have any sort of like leg pain or whatever, I feel like I'm like running at like 98%. Yeah. So would you. Outside of the sciatica. Outside of the sciatica. <laughs> well, once you get that figured out. Once we get that figured out, we'll be. <laughs> A lot of 20 year olds feeling the exact same thing. I know. I yeah. can relate. Okay. If you, could, if you could remove your sciatica, how old would you say, like in your brain, just standing around? Oh, I still feel like late 20s. Late 20s. How old do you feel, Ginge? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Right around like 30. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm. Late 20s. Right, yeah. It just feels good. Yeah, it does feel good. Without my leg pain. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember at 30 if I felt 30, though. You know what I mean? I didn't. Uh Did I feel 20 then? I don't know. Do we always just shave off a cool 10? Maybe Mm -hmm. we do. Uh, this text here, 5679, says, Guys, I just turned 50 in March, and I still smoke weed and play video games. Mm. Other than my ribs popping out and aches for new reason, no reason, I'm the new thirty, baby. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I'm there now. Well, see, okay, then oh. this... my ribs pop out too. Oh god, oh boy, where are his ribs going? I know the uh, Haley's just got loose ribs. Yeah, I've got a, a sticky rib that pops a out. Sticky rib. <laughs> sticky rib. It's in right now, which is nice. That's good. That's this text good. here five six seven eight nine says, "Guys, I'm thirty six year old, but my body feels old and achy. Mm-hmm. Mentally, though, I feel like I just finished high school. I feel still feel like a child. Mm. Mm. I think oh. the mind and body differ. Oh, yeah. this one, guys. I'm fifty. Yeah. Except for my hot flashes, I feel like I'm in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> That's good." <laughs> Yeah, uh, like this. Oh, a lot of people say it, it's pretty much everybody, like on average, regardless of how old you are, feels late twenties to thirty. Mm-hmm. Is that just the good, the good decade to be locked in? I guess maybe because right? it, it's a very youthful decade. It sounds like yeah. right. If at thirty, you're still growing. Mm-hmm. Like this text here says, "I'm fifty-one years old. I don't feel any different than I did when I was in my thirties." Mm-hmm. 
Jim says I'm going on 64 and I feel like a 40 year old. I'm rocking it. Oh, good on you. Okay. Mm-hmm. This text here says I'm 46 years old and I feel like I'm 26. Perfect. Yeah, shave off 10 or 20. But then this text here says I feel as old as balls and I'm only 41. Oh. My body sounds like Rice Krispies in the morning and oh, every God. joint hurts. Well, that's just I think uh, where we live, the climate. It's just dry air. It's so dry. Yeah, it's the dry yeah. air. Yeah, we need Those that cold winters. Yeah, uh, we need some humidity. Adam says I'm 42. My mind feels 32 mm-hmm. or 31. So yeah, I think we all seem to yeah shave 10 or 20 off. You kind of yeah. just stick in that mm-hmm. in that uh, late 20s, mm-hmm. early 30s. Mm-hmm. And this text here says, in the gym, eating well, best shape I've been in in 30 years, and I'm 50. Mm. Oh, good on you. Uh, and then this top text says, I'm 30 and feel like I'm 60. Oh. Is that from Haley? No. Okay. <laughs> just, just checking. No, I don't spell my name that way. All right. Okay. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this story here... Um, for those of you who love to sing karaoke, it's a question that will get a million different answers. But what is the best karaoke song? Uh, Sweet Caroline. Mm. No? Journey, Don't Stop Believing. I mean, that gets the crowd going, I guess. But do you want to hear it? Are you saying the best to sing or the best to hear in the audience? Uh, I think it's the best to sing. Because this is this is your picking your karaoke song. Yeah, you know the crowd's going to get it. Yeah. You're, you're going to ace it. Yeah. Because like it's probably uh, don't stop believing, but I mean a classic. Everyone knows the words. But is but that Journey, the one you want to sing? Steve Perry, he could. He's got some vocal range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're not matching that. You're not getting up there and matching that. By the way, I'll tell you the worst ones. Sweet Caroline, yeah. no, got zero votes. Oh wow, okay. Because nobody will choose to sing it. Yeah. Piano Man and Living on a Prayer all came at the bottom. Living on a Prayer. Also, you Piano Man, Living on a Prayer, you're looking like five minutes now. Right? That's, yeah. You gotta take that into consideration. Long. That matters. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a hint. Mm. Number one is a woman singer, mm. female, and she has a giant TV show right now. <gasps> is it Kelly Clarkson since he's been gone? That's it. Ah! How'd you know? <laughs> That's the number one? I love one? that song. That's number one. Really? For karaoke songs. I guess when you're going out to pick a karaoke song to sing, that's the one that's picked the most. But Kelly's got a voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. No. And to me, this, like, the, the range on this one is high. Like, you've got to be able to sing. Yeah, it's, it's karaoke. Doesn't mean it's going to be good. Yeah, but you don't want it to be extra bad. I just feel like there's a. <laughs> it's more noticeable when the original song is sung by a talent. Yeah. Here's the thing. Oh. We started out friends. Here he goes. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Can you see the bouncing ball? Since you picked <laughs> You dedicated, you took the time Wasn't long till I called you mine Yeah, yeah Since you've been gone Oh, crowd point, that's a nice time There you go, go. And all you ever hear me say Is how I pictured me with you You got it That's all you'd ever hear me say Yeah But since you've been gone Do you remember the opening to Pitch Perfect? Yes. Mm-hmm. You'd have fit well in that montage. <laughs> really good crush. Well, you put me on the spot, and I, I got nodes I'm dealing with. You vocal got nodes. nodes. 
Papa, excuse me. <laughs> I forgot about your vocal notes. Yeah. Okay, let's see if you can do this one because this one came in at number two. Mm-hmm. Respect by Aretha Franklin. Oh, again, what are, you, what are you doing? I know, right? This one came in at number two. What you want, baby? I got it. I don't think Crash is going to be able to sing this one at all. Oh yeah. Do you, oh oh here he goes. <clears throat> oh. This oh. text here says, "What am I listening to?" Oh my god. Not sure. Here we go. What you want, <laughs> baby? I got it. <laughs> What you need Do you know I got it Nice All I'm asking Is for a little respect When you come home Just a little bit Hey baby (laughs) You guys gotta get me back up here (laughs) Just a little bit I ain't gonna do you wrong While you're gone He's good Ain't gonna do you wrong Cause I don't wanna All I'm asking Is for a little respect When you come home just a little bit When you come home Just a little bit Just a little bit I'm about to give you All, all of my, my money <laughs> And all I'm asking <laughs> In return, honey <laughs> Is to give me propers <laughs> When you get home just, wow. Yeah, just, baby just, 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 just a When just you get a, home Just a little bit Yeah Just a little bit that was really good, Crash. That was really, really good. You thought I couldn't nail it. I would love, uh, we're at karaoke night. Crash name gets called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. walks on stage and those horns fire up. Oh, oh <laughs> There's something very endearing yeah. about someone who really enjoys, not necessarily doing a great job, but like just having fun. Yeah. And you're having a good time you're out there. You're having a good time. Great time. And nailed it, too. Yeah. Like, yes, not forget. <laughs> out of the park. Do you want to try the third one coming right. in at number three, Crash? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. This one, I'm... Um, three for three, baby. I know that this is personally your favorite song. <gasps> oh, no. Come on, Eileen. Yes! Dexy's Midnight Runners coming in at number three. Great song. So uh, this could be also Crash's karaoke song the next time we all go out. Swan's going out to other Aileen's out there. That's right. You know Um, what I mean. (laughs) By the way, Crash, people think that you are awesome on karaoke. Well, thank you. That's great. Like this text here, 5679 says, the most amazing thing is that right now we think Crash is sober. (laughs) He is. This is him sober singing, you guys. Oh, yeah. This is him sober singing. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Please. All right. All right. I hate this song. I know you do. Here he goes. I don't remember the last time I heard this at a I don't know if I know the words to this. You guys better back me up. We'll back you up. We'll back you up. Martin has the overalls on today, just like the yeah, day. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wear my overalls, yeah. It's a long intro. Very long intro. Come on, Eileen. Oh. I wish you guys could see his face. He's really getting ready. He's getting ready. Here he goes. Poor old Johnny Ray. Sounded sad upon the radio. Moved a million hearts in mono. Our mothers cried. Sang along. Who'd blame them? (laughs) You've grown. So grown. Now I must say more than ever. Come on, Eileen. You Ralu, 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 Ralu,
and sing just like our fathers. Fathers. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear. At this moment, you mean everything. You in that dress. My thoughts I confess. Verge on dirty. Oh, God, Eileen. You did it. I do not like the way Crash Crash phrases that. That was all right. Bad. That was good. Yeah, it's been a bit since uh, I've heard that one. His text here says, I don't think I ever knew the words to come on Eileen. Is it about some drunk on the radio whose dad doesn't like him? Oh. I sunk in smoke dried face. Yeah, what yeah. is it? What are the lyrics there? Yeah, when you actually like see these yeah. lyrics, my God. Well, I know the chorus of the boat. Crash really hammered that home. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't perform that one at karaoke nights. <laughs> no. Another text here, 56789, says, I've never heard anybody do it, but Crash has managed to sing three songs in one note. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. Right? Monotone. Yeah. Yeah. vocal range. Find your lane, you stick in it. <laughs> it's the lane I'm comfortable in. Oh, God. Oh, that was great. Oh, I'll give you the runner-ups, Crash, and see if you want to do one more. And if you don't, that's fine. We can carry, uh, we can, we can carry on. <laughs> but uh, next on the list is um, I Want It That Way, Backstreet Boys. Oh. I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Oh. That's a great one. And Haley's favorite, <gasps> Man, I Feel Like a Woman by yes. Shania Twain. Let's go. There's girls. any of those that you want to try. <laughs> I'll surprise you. I feel, oh, oh God. Did you, is this your personal pick? No, no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was just really getting into it. Here we go. <clears throat> you guys will like it. Okay. okay. All you right. guys will like this pick. All right, we'll do one more. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my fingers are crossed. He was petrified. First, I was afraid. Yeah. I was petrified. Oh boy. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong. And I learned how to get along. And you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. What note? <laughs> And enunciating every word. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah, bother me. Go on now, go. Walk, Walk out, out the up. door. Just turn around now, cause you're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me with goodbye? Do you think I'd crumble? Do you think, Do you think I'd, I'd lay down and die? Oh no, not I. Yes. I will survive. That <laughs> 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 was good. I got all my life to live, yeah. and I got all my love to give, and I'll survive. Big finish. I will survive. Hey, hey. Yay! Oh, very good, very good. That was good. That was good. Yeah. I feel I comfortable. Sassy crash. I know he kind of came out of that one yeah, with you, a little bit it? of yeah. like. Yeah, you really yeah. felt it. Yeah, got his finger wagon. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, not I. <laughs> Boy, he needs business. He's good. Someone wronged him real good. Yeah, he, you did wag your. I did a I was, number of I was, times. I was feeling mm-hmm. the passion behind it. <laughs> Next year says, can we make this a regular thing? Like maybe just request songs for Crash on random mornings. Sure, maybe we'll do it. <laughs> there is a uh, the one note as we mentioned. Yeah. But there's a real joy in there that I'm really one note? like. Yes, <laughs> I feel like you're having a great time. Yeah, you look like you're having fun. Oh, the, the, the little ball's moving pretty quick on my screen. <laughs> I know, I know. He's not a great reader. <laughs> 
<laughs> he struggles. This text here, 56789, says, Crash, new fan. I sing exactly the same way you do. Monotone the whole way through. <laughs> the whole point is just to get through it, right? Oh, gosh. I'm not oh. Gloria Gaynor. <laughs> oh, that's really great. That's really oh, great. There we go. And some people are saying that your fiery passion just radiates through the radio oh, yeah. great. when you sing. That's perfect. Oh. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there you go. All right. This story here caught my attention this morning. And I want to ask you guys if anybody has ever hooked up with someone at a funeral. Oh, oh, oh. oh. And here's the reason why. In a new poll, nearly one in eight single men under the age of 35 admitted to bringing a condom to a funeral. A condom? Just in case. A just-in-case one. Emotions are running high. Very vulnerable. Now, it's unclear if they specifically slipped it in their pocket for the ceremony or if they just had it tucked in their wallet for general. Um, Yes, and that's one in eight. One in eight men said that they think about that if they've got one on them before they head out. And kudos to them. If things did happen, at least they're protected, right? Yeah, safety first. Yeah. In a bit of a less morbid stat in this poll as well, one in four millennials say they brought protection to their high school reunion. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. you definitely yeah. Like bring the box of Magnums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just because you went raw in high school doesn't mean things haven't changed. Yeah, right. <laughs> the funerals, that was like a thing in, uh, I remember the movie Wedding Crashers. Yeah. yeah. Will Ferrell's character was crashing funerals. Right? Because emotions run high. People yes. are sad. Yes. Not that you should take advantage. People are looking for comfort. <laughs> yeah, they are. Mm. Yeah. They're looking for comfort. Um, has anybody ever been uh, t- uh, an attempt to be picked up at a funeral? Mm. Maybe it didn't go all the way through. Because you don't have to seal the deal at the funeral, right? You don't have to look for the, no, the no, car with no, black no, windows. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can just like g- meet somebody there. Yeah. And then carry And be on. like, do you want to go for drinks after? Once they slide that coffin out of the hearse, I want to slide in you. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? I was thinking of just sliding in the hearse. <laughs> if, you pi- if you're hooking up, not at the funeral, but you know, like we were saying, like yeah. you know, that's where you make the connection. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not to the stranger, right? It's someone you, you know, someone who's boarding with you. Oh, a distant, distant <laughs> third cousin. But are you, or is it someone you, like, because you'll meet strangers at a funeral? Oh yeah. And there's also a lot of like mutuals. Yeah. There's a lot of mutuals, yeah, like mutual friends, neighbors, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, acquaintances of right. the deceased. Sure, acquaintances or, and their children, maybe. Sure, or as in you, adult children. Are you more likely to pick up like a complete? Is it a stranger? Is it someone you don't know? Yeah. Mm. Is it someone you don't know? Mm. If you're hooking up with someone at a funeral, are you like talking to them about the deceased person or you try to like keep it light? Uh. I I think it's actually the perfect like you can keep it very light because you don't want to get too deep, right? Yeah. Just thank you for helping me through this. Mm. I got to go. Yeah. (laughs) Still, you know. Pretty upset about everything. It's so hot right now. <laughs> this text here, five six seven eight nine. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It says things you can say in the bedroom that you can also say at a funeral include, <laughs> "I'm sorry," "Wow, great turnout," <laughs> and he lasted longer than I expected. Oh yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's oh, wow. nice. He's really stiff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this text here, five six seven eight nine, says, "Good morning, guys. My ex girlfriend's ex husband met at a funeral." Oh, ex-girlfriend's ex. ex-husband. They met at a funeral. They met at a funeral. Hmm. Huh. Is it the sandwiches that get you? It, I think it's the socializing. Because sometimes, too, if you go for, like, drinks afterwards. Yeah. Right? If you don't seal it in the church basement, mm-hmm. you've got to do it at the bar after. Mm-hmm. Can you do it 
Uh, well, the casket's hanging above the hole. No. As it's like being lowered in. Mm, I yeah. think. Well, I mean, you like you could, I guess. If, a little like, small chat. If you're in the back row. Yeah, if you're in the back row, or if you're just an observer from afar. Uh huh. Are you putting on a bit of a show? If you if you've made eyes at the church. Yeah. Like wow, like uh, he's looking great mm. in his black suit. <laughs> as you like later on in the day, as you're walking in, when you're now you're at the cemetery. Are you really like putting on the putting on the ritz at the coffin, like wailing beside it? Oh, well, I don't and know. looking so for you, comfort. Well, you, yeah, you, someone so you can catch some eyes. I mean, I don't know if I would put on a show there. I think I'd wait for afterwards. Like, if let's say, let's say like my You'd be crying at the bar. Let's say my dad, my dad's <laughs> my dad's friend died, and uh, his son Mike is there, and I'm like, whoa, I haven't seen Mike in like 20 years. You're like, damn, right. Mike. I'm like, you've, damn, you've really blossomed. Mm, Mike I, looks good. Mike just lost his dad. Yeah, his children are without a grandfather. Yes. Go on, but. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but hubba, hubba. Uh, yeah, like maybe afterwards when you walk over and you're like, "Hey, Mike, haven't seen you in twenty years." Yeah, looking good. Oh yeah, well, that's how you're sorry. picking up. <laughs> you're looking good. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Damn, you looking fine. I don't see a wedding ring. You know, like maybe that's when you do it, like in the socializing afterwards. Right. Right. You share some stories. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, remember, remember the good old days. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, man, I had the hots for you. And you're like, did you? And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Got the hots for you right now. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah. Remember that night in your basement when your dad came down and busted us? Mm. Guess who's not around to bust us tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's your dad's dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it won't just be hand stuff. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Is there anyone listening who has ever either witnessed a pickup, tried to have been picked up? Maybe someone tried to pick up your mom at a funeral, mm-hmm. your aunt. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody tried to hook you up. What about the people that work there? Like, well, oh, what if you know. have, like, hot funeral people? Yeah, I mean, I could see that happening, Right? Too. I yeah. would imagine you could get hit on, too. Yeah, for sure. Just like the staff at, like, a wedding or any bartender. Absolutely. Or yeah, yeah, why not? Is there anyone off limits? Like, can you go after... The priest. The widow or the widower? <laughs> I feel like the widow, the priest... Uh, I mean, there are hot priests. That's no lies there. Uh-huh. But I feel like the widow or the widower... Because they are single. They are single, but I think but they it's too soon. Is it, though? They might have hated that person that's in the box. It's, well, that's true too. Because if the kids are, you're saying the their children are, yeah, their adult children, their adult children are yes. fair game. Yeah. So it's basically just the widow or widower that's could be off the market. Everyone else is yeah, could be a little like too. siblings. Although I think if if there's a chance, go for it. Like if you're 35 years old and you're yeah. they're burying your brother. Mm. This text here at five six seven eight nine says I hooked up with my ex husband at my dad's funeral. We snuck off in his truck behind the church. Please keep me anonymous. Damn. Damn. Um, shocking, but something hot about that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) well, according to a poll, one in eight men make sure that they bring protection to a funeral because of, quote, just in case. Mm -hmm. Have you been hooked up with someone tried to? Maybe you witnessed it at Mm -hmm. a funeral. Give us a shout. This, This is the Crash and Mars podcast. We were talking about this study in the news um, that showed that one in eight men decide to bring protection 
to a funeral. Um, uh, these are usually single guys. They say that they bring it because, quote, just in case. Now, it's unclear if they specifically slipped it into their pocket that morning for the ceremony or if they just had it tucked away in their wallet in general. But that got us talking about if you've ever been, if you've ever hooked up with somebody that mm-hmm. you met at a funeral. You want to be protected, so I get that. And yeah. maybe the occasion calls for a balloon. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know, Crash. Right? So we want to know if you've witnessed it. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, Crash said maybe you work in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, if you're working it, like, uh, they would see a lot. Sure. And there's no relation to anyone there that you know of. <laughs> yeah. Who, has, who hasn't slow rolled the cemetery to check out that grave digger? <laughs> oh. I mean, right? Ooh, mm. That shovel slung over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> this this text here, 5679, says, guys, I met my ex at a funeral, but we didn't start seeing each other until about a month later, but it definitely sparked a flame oh. at that event. Oh, yeah. That works. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do, uh, oh, uh, staying anonymous here. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Doing good. Um, have you been hit on at a funeral? No. So what it is is that my sister is actually, uh, the director of funerals for a municipality here in Alberta. Yeah. Okay. And, um, she's seen some things and she's also been hit on so much that it's really uncomfortable. So this goes back to what Crash was saying about people hitting on the employees. Yeah. Well, she's like, she's the director of that specific graveyard. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, no, there's a lot of people that hit on. It helps, too, that she's like blonde and in really great shape. Yeah. Like, she's just stunning. Yeah. And then people immediately fall for her. Yeah, 100%. She's had the spouses, like the the husbands of the deceased, asking her for a number. Whoa! Wow! Oh, she's this tall yeah. drink of water. Yeah, yeah, he's like, well, water. my old ball and chain's gone now. Oh hey, what's gosh. up? <laughs> All right, it happens. Some of the tactics are interesting because some of them just go straight for like the jugular and hey, can I grab your number? And some of them really play up that sympathy card real bad. Oh yeah, wow. and then she's got to do. Uh, she got to be professional and comforting. Yeah, to be like, it's okay, it's okay, we'll get through this. And he's like, will we together? Yeah. <laughs> right. And the hugs last just a little too long. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Long hugs. <laughs> oh boy. Interesting. All right. Thanks for sharing that, anonymous. Yeah. Thank you. Have, thank you. Have a great day, you guys. You too. Take care. Bye bye. That's the so, move, right? The workers. Yeah. Yeah. People who are just there to try to make the day go okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you are distraught, like that's nice to have someone like that. Of course, we all grieve differently. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Of course. Uh, longer hugs. <laughs> this text here five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys, I hooked up with my stepdad's nephew at my stepdad's funeral." Your stepdad's nephew. It went on for weeks and weeks. Weeks Oh, wow. Now we just remain good friends. Oh. Hmm. That's fine. Yeah, because right. stepdad, so it's, it's not your stepdad. It's not, it's not yeah. your cousin. That's it's not fine. your cousin. Yeah, you're not kissing cousins. No, you're not Don't kissing cousins. <laughs> which, by the way, there's been a few like kissing cousins. Cousins kissing? Well, why are cousins hitting on other cousins? Is it because you don't know? I think they don't know. And you remember there's been numerous stories of you're attracted to people that kind of look like you? 
I, right, I'm we have sure talked the same about last that. Name. <laughs> I'm saying bloodline. Like, what the hell's going on in this text here at five six seven eight nine? Says I was not trying to pick anybody up at a funeral, but my uncle was trying to set me up with their seventy five year old cousin. Oh, he said he owned a piece of farmland and that it would be a good idea for me to get together with him because he had a lot of money and a lot of land. Oh, and he's a ticking time oh, bomb. God, he's up there thinking of the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victoria, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. Hey, we're good. Um, kind of shocked. We're uh, surprised. A lot of people have hooked up at a funeral. Yeah, I may have ended up. That's how uh, I ended up getting married. What? Oh, wow. Oh, how'd this go down? Oh, well, I was I was up visiting from Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, I found out a mutual friend of ours had passed away, so I decided to stay for the funeral. And uh, so we were at the funeral, and afterwards there was a you know a party to celebrate the life of our friend and. Uh, my old high school buddy comes up to me and says, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. You know, I'm walking over to the liquor store to go get some more alcohol. You want to come? And I'm like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, long story short, he came back to my hotel room and, you know, two kids later in a divorce. Well, here we are. In <laughs> a divorce? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. And that <laughs> night, did you know or it was just a fun night? Uh. Yeah, I think I kind of knew it at then because, you know, I had a little crush on him in high school. And uh, I don't know. So he was kind of, you know, I guess it worked out for yeah. a little while. If it was like any other day besides a funeral, do you think you would have like acted on this? I don't think we ever would have run into each other. Yeah, yeah you would have never so, been yeah, met. The funeral brought you guys Isn't together. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and it worked out. Well. You got, Somewhat. You got some beautiful <laughs> children out of it. Came out of the yeah. Whole thing, so. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's wild. Okay. Thanks, Victoria. <laughs> no Take care, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Is that key as well? Uh, if you go to a funeral, maybe stay in a hotel. Just, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Uh huh. Have the protection and have the hotel. <laughs> that is the common one. I feel like the high school hookup. Yes. Because mm. it is. It almost the funeral is almost like it's like an emotionally charged high school reunion. Yeah. And you're all you're vulnerable. Yes. You're looking for comfort. Yes. There's some familiar faces you haven't seen in a long time. Yep. This text here, five six seven eight nine says, Guys, please keep me anonymous. I hooked up with a childhood friend who I hadn't seen for almost ten years at my grandma's late husband's funeral. He's the son of my grandma's family friend. We basically spent every summer together back at my grandma's acreage when we were kids. After the service, when everybody went to the bar, we went for a drive in his truck and we hooked up in a field. Oh, the hot wow. field. So it was like a, it was like a, a, a childhood friend. Mm-hmm. Like I was yeah. saying, yeah, from yeah. a funeral, I hadn't seen Mike in like 15 years. How about, how about this one? It says, when my aunt got home from her husband's funeral, she found three phone numbers in her pocket. What the? <laughs> <laughs> they just slip them in your pocket. What? <laughs> Some of these are a lot sweeter than other ones. <laughs> People just so, stuffing phone numbers. Hold on. Was she the widow? Yeah. Yeah. When my aunt got home from her husband's, husband's. funeral, <gasps> yeah, she found three numbers stuffed in her pocket. So as she's grieving, and people, people are, are walking by, and people are hugging, and they're yeah. putting their phone number in her mm-hmm. pocket. They're like, okay, here we oh, go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Put that in here. The pallbearer, as he's carrying <laughs> her husband's corpse down the aisle, he's like, can I get them digits? <laughs> yeah. Slung the coffin up on his shoulder. Yeah, one second. Pull out his phone. <laughs> <laughs> text me. <laughs> this text here says, my dad's brother hit on my mom's sister at her husband's funeral. Good old Uncle Leo. 
your dad's brother. So your uncle. Hit on your aunt. Hit on your aunt. From the other side. From the other side at her husband's funeral. Oh, Leo. Leo. Uncle Leo. Uncle Leo sounds like a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Leo always had an eye for her. It's true. Uh, Here, another anonymous. Uh, How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, You were uh, at a funeral. Um, Did someone hit on you? Yeah, so we I went with my dad and my sister, and we were at this funeral for my dad's uncle. So I didn't really know him. We're not super close with that side of the family. Yeah. And so there's this guy sitting across the pews from us, like, making eyes at my sister and I. So we're, like, giggling and whispering about him and stuff. And then when we went to the cemetery, um, he it was cold, and I was wearing a dress, and, of course, I didn't bring a coat. So he came over and offered me his coat, and he was flirting heavily. And my dad had gone to, like, talk to my grandma or whatever. And then um, my dad came back, and this guy's, like, rubbing my arms, trying to keep me warm and stuff. And then my dad came back, and my dad was like, oh, um, I see you met your cousin Winter. What? Oh, oh no. Oh, dear. Oh. Oh, well, there's a problem, yeah. right? Yeah. If you don't know everybody there. Yeah, yeah, because that, yeah. that side of the family you didn't really know. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. did it? Did he immediately go to the other side of the room? <laughs> No, not at all. He like totally tried to play it off that he was just like trying to be a good guy because I was cold and stuff. Oh, he like, knew no. my dad, but I had never met him. So yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That's, <laughs> well, that's a sneaky cousin. At least he came at the yeah. right time yeah. to be like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep his coat too? I was cold, and you let me keep it. It wasn't weird. Like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Though. That's nice. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's family. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, anonymous. Thanks, anonymous. Have a good day. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So we're really lucky that right now we don't have any smoke in the air from fires. But if you do any news reading this morning, you're going to see like wildfires that are burning out of control in Nova Scotia. A bunch of people in the Halifax area uh, were evacuated. I think I saw New Brunswick. And then earlier this morning, they also put out a warning for northern um, Ontario. They're under an extreme uh, fire risk as well. Now, fingers crossed and thankfully here in Alberta, we're on the track of getting everything under control and keeping our hopefully our skies stay clear mm-hmm. but they've just released this that smoke from wildfires in parts of Alberta British Columbia and now Nova Scotia have doctors warning pregnant people to take extra precautions when breathing in these toxic particles. Uh-oh. So if you're pregnant and there's an air quality warning because of smoke mm-hmm. don't don't go outside Yeesh. if you can. And that's on any warning. Yeah, that's... that's, Not even a smoky, hazy day. The head of medicine at British Columbia's Women's Hospital said that breathing in pollutants and toxic gases generated by forest fires takes particulate matter into the bloodstream and the lungs, making it harder to breathe. And when women are exposed to wildfires, it can impact pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind and do some reading. They say this, quote, women have to be vigilant. Hmm. Also, if pregnant women are prone to asthma, it can trigger a bronchospasm or coughing spells and breathing issues. That is not a good thing to happen uh, during pregnancy either. Hmm. So keep that in mind. Yeah. They also say use a portable air cleaner with a certified HEPA filter. Gotta have HEPA. Yeah, that's right. And drink lots of water. Mm-hmm. And depending on the air quality, you should also wear an N95 mask outdoors on really bad days or just leave the area if necessary. Like, obviously, on a day like today, 
gorgeous, beautiful. It's yeah. fine. Never looked it's good. When that smoke, good. It's when that smoke rolls in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big water just jams their nose and everything. Hey, drink lots of water. Is that part yeah, of it? Yeah, water. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Yeah, for yeah. apparently, like, for asthmatics, hydration is, like, a huge thing. Really? Like, yeah. It's oh. a huge thing. Always stay hydrated. To I stay, no idea. Drink lots of water. It, because it suppresses coughing fits. Oh. And coughing fits will, that's your lung spasming, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Good that to makes know. makes sense. Yeah, air quality, low risk today. There you go. Okay. So you're good today. Mm-hmm. But we're probably not at the end of the news of wildfires, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. No. You mentioned the wildfires out east, too. Yeah. Uh, I put a link up. There was some footage from a dash cam in oh Nova Scotia. Oh, my God. That dash cam <gasps> where the car almost well, plows into the back this. of the other one. Oh, wow. It's terrible. Terrifying, Marzi. It's a family escaping, trying to escape the wildfires, and they're oh, wow. driving as fast as they can because the world around them is on oh. fire. But you, they can't see anything, and they almost plow into a vehicle in front of them. Like the fire is so close to the road. Oh, I see yeah. that now. The fire is like burning on the road, yes. and all of a sudden, just boom, taillights right in front of you because oh, the goodness. smoke and the the fire, everything is just so thick. Oh. I can't wow. even imagine. It's yeah. reminiscent. I remember, I bet our poor friends in Fort Max. Oh, have. my God. Probably. But remember yeah. the footage of them trying yeah. to leave? The road, the side of the road is just burning yeah. and all these vehicles are driving by. Their taillights are melting. Oof. Yeah. Terrifying stuff. Brutal. Yikes. Yeah, they've lost, uh, uh, I think they've lost over 200 homes there now. 200 homes wow. and I saw like 14,000 people. Yeah. We're being evacuated. Yeah. By the way, if you do want to read the article about uh, pregnancy and wildfires, I just put a link up there in the app for you guys. Mm. You can go and check that out on your own. I do have a quick question, though, um, Cake. So they say, like, be around air purifiers. So Crash and I have a couple of air purifiers as, as well. We've had them for a while, ever since my asthma diagnosis. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I love the air purifiers, mm. but I really want that Dyson one. No. You gotta get no. The, Dyson. That, the one that's like that looks like the big yes. loop. It's no, beautiful. I will not pay the money so, for that. Uh, and that's fine. It's her, I'll, it's her lungs. It's her life. Yeah, I'll no. pay the money for it. But I want to know, like, does it does it work? No, it works exactly the same as the awesome one that I currently have. Right. <laughs> because the Dyson one looks good. If anybody's got it, let it, me know if you notice a difference. Five, Dyson, six, seven, eight, nine. The Dyson one looks obnoxious. You, but you know I like it. It's moving more air, buddy. I think it is moving it's more moving air. Way more air. Is it, yeah. though? It's it's, it's so, seven hundred and fifty dollars so expensive. It's like stupid expensive. Well, and that's for the basic one, which you probably wouldn't go basic. Mars would go with uh, the Dyson Purifier Humidity Plus Cool Formaldehyde PHO four. Sounds incredible. Eleven hundred and forty nine dollars. Eleven hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah, now now you're Whew. changing to a little tune on there. There it is. Jen just put it up in the app. Did oh. you put the? Oh, oh, you didn't put the rolls where I said. Sounds like Crash has his eye on hooking up at a funeral. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mars's. Get the woman a Dyson. See, okay, so someone I'm just not, put right I at the top not. there, 56789. Someone said Marketplace did a study on air purifiers and the Dyson one didn't perform any better. And I agree. I saw that data. But just because it's so pretty, I don't want to do it. I want it. So you're not doing it for safety. Well, you're doing no, it for looks in the house. I'm just wondering if it works better than the air purifiers that we already have. No. Do you have a picture of the one that we have? Ooh, uh, that's a good one, Crash. Well, we just have like a little basic. We have mm-hmm. little buddies. Well, there, it's like a foot and a half tall with a, a hearty filter on there. Oh. Are you just noisy? Rach just got that's some. That's fancy. It's like the kids' rooms? Yeah. And they're loud as hell. Oh, this one's whisper quiet. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's whisper. You know when it's off. Well, you know when any sort of fan is turned yeah. off, but it's pretty much whisper quiet. The Dyson would be just as loud. I've checked the decibels. <laughs> Have you, though? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> What's the... How much air is it moving? Uh, it's moving... Uh, 99.97% of particles. What? How do you know this? Are you reading it? Or are you but just making cubic, that up? How much cubic, how much CFMs, how much cubic feet per minute? Oh, damn. Because if it's not moving all the air, it doesn't matter, baby. It's moving a lot of air. Let me open up my little order window here. Oh, it says a lot. That's the rating? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a dope amount, I think because they <laughs> I know for some reason you got a real stick up your ass about Dyson's. But they—they're a waste of money. They—I <laughs> don't know. They have tell. mastered uh, the vacuum technology. Yeah. yeah. Nobody moves more air than a Dyson. This text here says, "Guys, we accidentally smoked our house out with a bad fireplace. The Dyson took the smoke smell out super fast. Incredible. Oh, incredible! That is incredible." Okay, I just pulled up the description of the one I bought, and I have the Dyson Rolls Royce. Okay, model. all right. Um, they. It- they both say remove 99.97% of airborne particles. Okay. As small as 0.3 microns. Okay. The Dyson one says exact same thing. All right. Uh, all your allergens, smoke, pollen, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, sleeping at night purifies the air at only 25 decibels and creates a restful, soothing environment. Is that Dyson? No, this is the one I bought. Okay, and what does Dyson say? Uh, I'm just trying to find their decibels. They don't even want to highlight it because it's so loud. Probably because you don't hear it. <laughs> yeah. no, there is no decibels. It's so loud. No, there is. You don't. You don't even hear it. I've never seen one of these Dyson ones in the wild. Just the pictures of them by themselves. I have a picture of one beside a bed. Yes. Is this how big they really are? Okay, so I think they are that big. Oh my god! <laughs> right? That's the size of a man. Yeah, that's the big they are. <laughs> Are they that big? Yeah. That's, this, this is the size of the one I bought. This is too big, Mars. <laughs> is it too big? <laughs> Look at that. It is big, but I can put it in a corner. That is ridiculous. Is that forced perspective? Are they really that tall? This thing looks like it's six and a half feet tall. It does look, I doubt it's six and a half feet. I'm going to say it's probably up to about my waist. That's too big. That's that too much. Way fan. too big. But isn't that what you need, though? You need oh. all that air filter. Like that's a I'd lot of air die. being filtered, right? Uh, yeah, I'm with. Yeah, thanks, Ginge. Thanks for coming around. Look at mm. that. That is ridiculous. Yeah. How big are these things? <laughs> Lindsay at seven, five six seven eight nine says the Dyson one works even when it's turned off. <gasps> oh. So it's, well, it better be doing something because it was for the amount that you paid for it. This text here says my mom has one from Costco and she loves it. It has UV lights as well. I always find it funny when visiting having coffee and the dog will get up randomly and walk out of the living room. All of a sudden he hears the air purifier kick into overdrive because he's farted. So if it's off and it senses bad air, the air purifier kicks on. Oh, that's great. So you don't have to run it all the time. The Dyson also has backward airflow mode. So it diverts airflow through the back of the machine to purify without cooling you. So you can run it in the winter. Oh, okay. You don't need that. (laughs) Mars doesn't need the cleanest air in the world. I do need the cleanest air. Think of the money you'll save on trips to the hospital crash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's costing me so much. It it might in the future. Is yours compatible with smart devices? Uh, the Dyson is no. Turn it on with the voice. <laughs> <laughs> the Dyson. I just got the size of it. It's three feet tall. Oh, oh, three feet. Oh, nothing. That's, okay. that's nothing. That's yeah. yeah that's nothing. That's you can fine. you, you can put, put that floor. in the corner. It's fine. Yeah, I don't want that on the floor. That looks ridiculous. I might just buy it. Get two. <laughs> Get two. <laughs> Get me one. <laughs> no, and the one I bought too. It's on Amazon right now. 
for $89.99. Yeah. And there's a $30 coupon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got one off Amazon and I'm pretty sure it doesn't work. I know. I'm not. I don't know if ours work. Like, really? They, the air is like clean. I have an air monitor in there that says the air is yeah. clean. Yeah. See, we've, we've used ours for about six or seven months. Yeah. And uh, the filter life hasn't changed. That's a good filter. It's HEPA HEPA life. I don't think it's that good. (laughs) Because we have a bunch of animals in our house. Uh And I've like pulled the filters out and they they be dusty. But you also have a, uh, the furnace filter would catch a ton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's reading like the same number all the time. Don't worry about it. Like even if you vape here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, I don't think that that's working. Like even if you're, yeah. yeah. That's why I said I've like, I've farted by it. I put my dry shampoo near it. Dyson has, Dyson has such a stranglehold on people that like want premium. I don't know. And it's not premium. You want good. I'm just saying it looks really sleek and it's like someone said, Crash Mars just wants the status and they're not wrong. <laughs> Crash, you could take pictures of him, post on Instagram. I, like that. Yeah. that yeah, I don't want that. You could have it conveniently in the background. Of yeah. Oh, the Dyson. Oh, you guys noticed that? Oh. Oh, we have a Dyson. Yes. It's right beside the overpriced Dyson vacuum. <laughs> well, their vacuums are good. Uh, well, nonetheless, if they're really good, just shoot us a DM on Instagram to convince Crash mm-hmm. to get on board. I'm not convinced. All right, off to Cananaskis we go. Where? It looks like they're warning campers to be aware and to properly store your food and garbage because there's a hungry black bear that's wandering around and it just recently ripped apart a tent at the oh. Spray Lakes West campground. Oh. Yeah. So apparently the bear had chewed on non-food items at two different campsites and ripped a fly off, ripped a fly off an, an occupied tent on May the 25th. Um, like, what do you mean a fly? It like says the ripped zip a fly. The cover. The oh, cover. oh, okay. Like gotcha. for the yeah. rain. You that's know, like the, the that's Yeah. Okay. And someone was in the tent. Oh. Now, Alberta Parks officials are saying there's no immediate risk to public safety. There were no injuries. The bear did not display any signs of aggress- aggression. It's just really curious. And apparently, it's smelling things. Mm. Which means that campers in Kananaskis aren't exactly putting away their garbage or their food properly. If you put it in a cooler, is that enough? Or do you got to sling it up in the tree? Oh, I think you got it in a cooler. Like, can a bear smell food in a cooler? I think it can. Like, you got a couple uh, donuts in there, a big pot of honey, maybe some bergs. Like, all the things bears love? Yeah, everything. Yeah, Yeah, I think you got to do the cooler, but the tree's just to keep it away from the bear. I can still smell it. If you Mm, put it up in the sky, you have to take it, like, out into the bush. Yeah, you're not supposed to put it by the camp. Yeah. Hmm. So put your cooler and park your car six kilometers away. <laughs> Hike into the campground. Or eat all your food Or that eat night. all your food. Were they awake in the tent when the bear came a-knocking? It doesn't say if they were awake or if they were sleeping, but it was occupied. So Because that'd be even worse if you wake up to a bear... Oh. Like ripping apart oh. your tent because you're gonna scream, you're gonna you're gonna draw attention to yourself. Versus if you are awake and know the bear is coming, you can be very quiet. Yeah. Now, back in 2017, Kananaskis Country Planners um, announced an upgrade to that campground. Uh, it is apparently a favorite for everybody who's hanging out in the Bow Valley because it's close. And it was supposed to include new washrooms. They were going to kind of rearrange their sites to better facilitate wildlife movements, signage, and more. But it looks like it didn't stop. now the, Or start, rather. The oh. province wants to modernize the aging campground and facilities, but um, they're not moving forward with it. One of the main reasons why they need to is because they want to manage bears coming in. Mm. So there's ways to reconfigurate the campground to get bears going the other way. Mm. No bear signs. No yeah. bear signs. More no, of those. those yeah, signs you up. need them. Yeah, that's right. 
So nonetheless, if you're going to be camping in that area, just know, please properly dispose of your food and your garbage because bears are breaking into your tents. Mm. If it's in insane. your car, it's fine, right? Um, I don't I would know. Imagine. I don't, they break in the cars, though, too. That's true. They I think actually open door handles. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not an outdoor camper. I've never had to, like worry about what I do with my food mm-hmm. but we have stories in the news all the time of bears in cars doesn't the bear nose even surpass the vaunted dog nose I think yeah aren't think bears it's more the greatest sensitive. tracker of all mm-hmm. so if you have your food in a cooler in your car you're still hooped. but you leave the door open the bear can come in open the door to your car and get in your cooler yeah does that sound about right yeah gotta lock the door and then hide the keys yeah maybe at keys your, in three. at your campsite you need to just fire off every hour at the bear bangers no, you can't fire up bear bangers. You're not allowed to do that. Huh. No, because you because you're at a campground. Keep the bears out of the campground. Every all the other fellow campers will appreciate it. This text here five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys, we left our food in our in our uh, van when we went camping, and a bear tried to get in the vehicle, which was locked, so it jumped up top of the hood and sat on top of our van for a long period of time trying to find a way in." Oh my god. Ripping off the wiper blades. My god. <laughs> <laughs> my god. Uh, Melissa, how you doing? <laughs> Good, yourself. Good, Hi. good. Uh, you were doing some camping. What happened with you? So, well, we were camping, and, like, we're pretty avid campers, and I normally leave a cooler just outside the trailer door full of water and, like, some pop and some beer. Yeah. Just so it's easy access for everybody. Sure. And I religiously have never taken it in, and the park ranger stopped me and said I had to put it in my vehicle because they could still smell it through the cans. Even in the cooler. Interesting. Wow. The ranger actually said, put the cooler yeah. inside your vehicle. Yeah, he stopped at our thing, and I was like, why is he stopping here? Like, you know, yeah. wait, we're not doing anything wrong, and it was because the cooler was outside. Huh. Okay, so it should be. It should so be, you need uh, to put it away. Cleared out, yeah. Did you attract yeah. any bears that year? <laughs> no, we have never. I have never, not so much, attracted any bears. Yeah. But um, just a hot just park ranger. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so the smell of your smokies attracts the hot park rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what you got in that cooler? Yeah. It's crazy what they can smell. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, thanks, Melissa. Yeah. Okay. No problem. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. What if I put my food in the cooler and then douse my cooler in bear spray? Uh, well, then your eyes will be watering. Yeah, you'll be in a well, lot of as I'm, I'll, Then I'm leaving. And you'll be like, I just see a bear. <laughs> I don't think it'll stop him. Yeah, probably not. What's I, the bear spray for then? It's a direct hit. Yeah, I think you got to get it I in their I think you got to get it in their eyes. This text here, 56789, says, Guys, I lived on Vancouver Island, and I had a freezer in the backyard with fish, meat, and freezies. A bear broke into it a couple of times before we had to get rid of it. We even put rocks on it, and the bear didn't care about rocks. Well, it's well, like your garbage cans. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bears smashed apart plywood. Like, yeah. whatever. I feel like you weren't trying that hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, we put a rock on and everything, and still. <laughs> Bear got in. <laughs> Bear got in. Bears can knock trees down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they can. If you are going to be heading out on a holiday with your family, and maybe you are going to be out and doing some camping, a new poll found what the perfect summer vacation would look like. And here's the basic formula. Travel at least four people you want to be with. Mm-hmm. Enjoy a minimum of at least four new experiences together and do one thing that's unexpected. They say that's the basic formula to a great summer holiday. Mm-hmm. It also looked at the top moments that can make a vacation memorable. And the top 10 are watching a sunrise or a sunset with friends and family. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get the kids up early in the morning so you guys can all watch a sunrise I'm together? Not getting them up, it's okay. Vice versa. 
All right. Uh, number two, something that happens that becomes a running joke the whole trip. So something funny happens. That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that's always good. Mm-hmm. Something funny happens that you tell stories about for years. That makes a vacation memorable. Mm-hmm. A new experience that takes you out of your comfort zone. Having drinks or dinner with an amazing view. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Nice. That's that is really nice. Yeah. Crash and I often talk about all the places that we've had food. Mm-hmm. You guys travel? Yeah, we travel a little oh, bit. Yeah, we should probably talk about it more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, making friends with some locals and hanging out with them. I, I don't, don't know if I've ever done I that. I don't need to do that. Yeah. I think that's like a longer stay. Like if you were yeah. traveling. If you're going to do like a couple months somewhere. Yeah, if you were backpacking through Europe for, yeah. you know, three or four months. Then sure. you'll finally say hello to a local. Maybe. 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 I'm a change. <laughs> but if you're just going like for a week somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, I don't need to cozy up. Because a week isn't long. No. Mm-hmm. Don't it's waste my nothing. Time. A lot of people love to like hobnob with the locals. Though. They do, though, in the hotel bar. Yeah. yeah. The swim up bar. Yeah, no thanks. Getting lost or taking a detour and coming across something amazing. Mm-hmm. So you're like, whoa, didn't know this was here. Mm-hmm. Trying new foods that you wouldn't find at home. Visiting a famous landmark. And number 10, swimming in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sw- in the ocean. swimming in the ocean is incredible. Mm-hmm. As long as there's no riptides or sharks. Yeah, watch mm-hmm. out for riptide. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. Like, <laughs> You're right, you actually. You don't want too big of a surf? No, just uh. kind of splash around on the beach. Mm-hmm. Sure, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it at that. All right, with new and used cars still painfully expensive, apparently the number of years that we're holding on to our vehicles is going up, up, and up, and we're actually now holding on to our vehicles longer than ever. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this was really, uh, this was an interesting story because guess what? We, before COVID, guess how long on average we held a vehicle for? Uh, Here like, in Canada. In Canada? Probably, I'm going to guess, uh, four years. Pre-COVID? Pre-COVID. What was the standard like car loan length? Five, six years? 72 months? 60 months? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. So, so what, like five? I'll say six years then. As soon as okay, the loan's so six up. Years. Yeah, time yeah, for yeah. a freshie. I'm you said four, four years? Yeah. Haley, do you want to throw in a guess? How long would we hold on to our vehicles yeah. before COVID? Just going off of my husband, uh, two years. Okay, all right. <laughs> every two years. All right. Yeah. That was at one point the Alberta way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Trade in and trade up. That's right. You guys are like right in the ballpark. 5.4 years mm-hmm. is the longest we would hold on to a vehicle. Do you want to know what that's jumped up to now? Like seven. Okay, seven years. Ten. Ten. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, well, they pulled a bunch of people over their vehicles, and the average age of a passenger vehicle, they say, uh, that's coming up on the road, is going to be 12 years. Holy 12 crap. years old. Meaning, we will hold on to our vehicles for 12 years now before trying to buy or selling or... Yeah, upgrading, yeah. etc. Well, Ginge, look at the look at the old van that you got. Yeah, you're still hanging on to that. Why, that why are boy? you hanging on to that? Because she's great. She's incredible. Yeah, but look at all the new vans. I know there's some nice new vans. Actually, there's not a lot of a lot of uh, car manufacturers are dropping vans. Weird. Which has me furious. <laughs> I like a van. Yeah. They have a full sheet of plywood in the back. Eight by four Mars. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, the van we got this 2014. Yeah, she's nine years old. Nine years old already. Yeah. Holy. And no plans of it going away anytime no. soon. I'd be mm. crushed if I had to get rid of the van. What Haley, if, how old's you your like car? Engine? Uh, it'll be six years in. Six years. I've had it for six years in the summer. Any mm. plans of getting rid of it? No, I'm driving that thing till the wheels fall off. There you go. Twelve mm. years. I love my car. Yeah, it's my, my baby. My truck's a 2016. 
Yeah. Get Nancy. It's time. I know. I'm getting Nancy. It's in great shape, guys. Yeah. Well, seven years. That's how old your truck is now? Seven years. Yeah. 72,000 mi- uh, kilometers. Yeah. Hard kilometers. Hard. Hard. Kilometers. <laughs> These ain't highway Hard, angry kilometers. <laughs> yeah. Auto mechanics are also saying that they're seeing rising ages and mileage of vehicles. They're saying now at the shop, they're seeing vehicles all the time that have 250,000 kilometers or more on them. Mm. Is this, this is because, I know there's a lot of great dealerships in this city. Sure. Sure, there mm. sure is. Uh, but but <laughs> um, there is some horror stories currently of trying to buy a new vehicle. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah, just and the, the, the weight involved in it. Yeah. Yes. So is that is that what's driving this? I think so. Because we don't like waiting for vehicles. Because actually, last year I was I was on the market for a new truck. I'm like, you know what? It's time. You were gonna I, do it. I, I was right. gonna do it. I was talking about it. We were talking about it in the studio here, off the air. I was contacting people, and the the wait times are like, uh, I don't have that model, but how about I get you this one? I'm like, I don't want that right. one. Yeah. I, w- I want what I want. And they're like, mm, I don't know, probably three months. I'm like, I'm not waiting three, three months. months. Again, lots of great dealerships in this city, uh-huh. obviously. Some incredible ones. Please advertise on our radio. <laughs> um, but remember, though, during COVID, it mm. was a thing where well, they didn't have inventory. There no yeah, yeah, there was no inventory. There was Which, no inventory. Do, did we get inventory back? Let's find out. 56789, has anybody bought a vehicle and it was available almost right away? Because for a time there, it was in the news that it was... Well, it's wild. It was you, drive, you actually drive by dealerships in the parking lots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow. <laughs> I've also heard, are we still dickering? Or do you... Always dicker. Do you get what you get now and you don't get upset? Because <sighs> there's no inventory, like you said. If I you guess. don't want to pay that price, someone else will. Ah, damn. It'd be tougher to dicker. Find different methods. This text here, 56789, <laughs> says, I'm driving a 2002 Buick with 150,000 kilometers. I'll drive it till she dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It is fun getting a new car, though. It is so <laughs> much fun. Oh my god, this one's. Just, I waited eight months for my new Tundra, but well worth it. Okay, eight, eight months. Months. When was that though? Was that this year, or was that like in uh, the thick of COVID? I'm gonna guess in the thick of COVID. But typically, you know me, I love to wait. Oh yeah, famously oh, yeah. patient. <laughs> so much patience. But let's say you were trading in because that's there's a lot of different ways to get a vehicle. But I yeah. feel like the most common one is you, especially if you're getting new, you'll trade in your old sure. to save you the hassle of selling yourself. Yeah, yeah. But how do you agree on a trade in price then? When you're like when your new car is not coming for a year, mm-hmm. your vehicle that you were trading in will depreciate in that time. Yeah, because you're just racking the mileage. Yes, up. I don't know how do you. I don't know. Unless, how do you make it square? Unless the dealerships didn't care because they just wanted that car to put it on the lot. That's it too. There was all those wild stories of there people was. people getting like sticker price mm. oh, for yeah. their cars that were now five, six years old. I, Your truck. I could have sold my truck for exactly what I paid for it. Yeah. And it was many years later. Because the market was so hot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that hot anymore. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Although I wouldn't Damn. have been able to buy anything. That's there's, the rub. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. A, some people who are saying they're still waiting for mm-hmm. their vehicle, that it's been like 12 months, 15 months someone texted in. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, some incredible dealers in this city. Sure, yeah. The best in the country, I'd say. Mm. But there is some theories out there <laughs> that I don't subscribe to, but right. people have talked about, uh-huh. that inventory is never coming back. Yeah, I've because heard that too. Because they're, they're doing just fine. The platform, the platform is changing. The power has shifted. It used to be the ball was in our court. We mm. could make demands. We could dick or we could want this color with that trim. Yeah. And now they say no. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting a blue car. And you're like, fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. Like, okay. standard trim. <laughs> yeah. Why are we saying fine? Because there's no, if you want a oh, car. because if you want yeah. a car. They say there's no stock. Okay. Because mm-hmm. of the chip shortage? Are we still doing chip shortage? That's the excuse. Hasn't been in the news for a bit. Right? I, I read a lot of uh, auto blogs and stuff. No one's talking chip shortage anymore. Then where are the cars? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, uh, Brittany, hello. Hey. Hey. Hi. Uh, you're actually just picking up a new vehicle, right? Fun. 
Yeah, tomorrow. Ooh, how exciting. How long have you been waiting for this vehicle? Uh, oh my gosh, March? You got it in March? We bought Mar- it. Yeah. We bought it in March. Um, yeah, so what ended up happening is the dealership contacted my husband's friend about their um, Chevy Traverse okay. and buying it back. Okay. And we actually have a Chevy Traverse that's a couple of years older, and so we contacted the dealership about getting how much would they take our used vehicle for. Sure. And it's the amount they gave us is a little bit crazy, actually. Like crazy good? Crazy good, yeah. Cra- crazy good. Wow. Wow. So they yeah. are still offering some pretty big cash for used vehicles. They are, because that's where the dealerships make their money is on the on the turnaround on used vehicles. So mm-hmm. even though they're, they're going to buy it back at a higher rate, they're going to increase it and sell it back. Because you're right, there is nothing out there right now. Wow. Like Even the used, the used vehicles, the guy was saying, um, they last a day on the lot. Damn. Really? Wow, they're gone that quick. Holy cow. Yeah. So were were you guys able to get into something like equivalent or? Well, we're we're upgrading. Like my my model is, my Traverse is pretty basic. The one we're getting has um, quite a bit more bells and whistles. But it was literally, we did not get to choose. He said, this is the model that has been accepted by the uh, manufacturer that they are making to send to us. This is wow. the only one we're getting. Oh. You can take this one or you can try and order something, but we cannot guarantee delivery date on anything you order. Really? Right. Yeah, okay. so you're like, well, I'll take that one, I guess. All right. Yeah, and I mean, it was. It just happened that it was a really nice model, but it's still like it's, we didn't get to pick the color. We didn't get to pick trim, like nothing. It was you take this one or you gamble at what you might get. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And they they told us it was going to be six to eight weeks. And now here we are. I think it's been like week 13 we're oh, on. Oh, man. And but today's the yeah, day. Well, tomorrow. But tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, super Our, exciting. But uh, still, it's it's. It's a, it's an interesting market right now. Yeah, yeah so you, for sure. You definitely were not able to dicker with the sticker either, right? Well, because we were trading in, they were a little bit more negotiable. Mm-hmm. They're like they'd give us a little bit off of the new vehicle, but yeah. they they're they're like we need to turn around and make money too. You get the like, f- uh-huh, you, yeah. Oh, sure. well, of course. Yeah, everyone's got to make some cash. Uh, you get the free floor mats and lifetime oil change. You bet, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Seven. all right. <laughs> that's some good dickering. Sure. <laughs> all right, okay. That's awesome. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. That's how you know that was never a win for us. <laughs> the, uh, the four maths and oil changes because they still give them away even in these times. <laughs> You used to feel good about it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to be impressed. Honey, these are the like, good formats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have the logo on there. It's a Chevy logo on here. <laughs> so thousands of dollars in floor mats. It's amazing, eh? And a snow scraper. <laughs> I, did, I did good. I did good, dear. Yeah, right? It's amazing. It's amazing mm-hmm. the way things have changed. Yeah, <laughs> something else. All right. This is also interesting um, when it comes to buying stuff. A home decorating poll found the top spots that we would love to revamp in our house are our living room, bedroom, and kitchen. Mm-hmm. But think long and hard before you make any bold decorating choices. And um, here they say that these are the ones that you might end up regretting. Mm-hmm. So as I go through this list, I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to know if there is a home decor choice that now when you look at it, you regret it. 
you're like, oh God, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, and sometimes it's like um, maybe the tile that you picked, and it's everywhere. And, and it's you're like, everywhere. Oh my God, this is a lot to change. Yeah, I regret putting tile in a in a, one of the bathrooms that we have. You regret the tile, or I that re- you chose tile. Uh, no, I regret the tile choice because yes, I know which one you're It's a shiny about. tile. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't think it through. I just envisioned the whole bathroom looking awesome. Sure, but the tile on the floor is shiny. It's slippery when wet. Oh, which Bad I idea. don't, I don't mind because like just like watch yourself, right? <laughs> you know, but it's just I don't know. You're gonna get moisture in the bathroom. I know. Yeah. Crash also wiped out in the bathroom when he sprayed his... I'm very bathroom aware now. Yeah. I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a bath mat in front of the sink now. <laughs> well, according to the poll, here are the top, uh, I guess, bold or just the choices that people regret making. And number one is carpet. You, mm. love, you love a carpet when you see it in the store. Yeah. And then you get it installed and you're like, oh my God, yeah. what the hell is this? When it's everywhere, you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what, just because it's never soft enough or just carpet in general was the wrong Probably choice? Probably the shade. Shade. It could be carpet in general was the wrong choice. Yeah. Do you ever though I'm always impressed When you go to someone's house And they just got fresh carpet Like what they're doing With carpet these days I know it's cool yeah, That underlay It's like a pillow Oh yeah. my god Yeah so yeah soft. It's nice It's nice uh, TVs mounted higher Than eye level So you have to look up at them mm. Drilling Like drilling into the wall And mounting it And it's near your ceiling mm. I always think about it And I don't say anything Because I'm a gentleman but you go to someone's house and they'll put it above the fireplace. Yeah, like, that's second. I'm like, and it's like on extremely high up. Like, that, that's way too high. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bring it up because you don't want to make them sure. feel bad. Mm-hmm. But they must know. You can't bring it up. Yeah. They must know. Like someone's listening right now that uh, knows it's not talked about. Yeah, but yeah. your TV is way too high. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big boy above a fireplace, yeah. but it's not necessarily it's not like high. high up in the ceiling. It's above the fireplace, but I, it's it, the position is totally wrong. And when I put the fireplace in, I put the I put that in too high too, so it well, caused everything to go high. How high is the fireplace? Well, it, it could have been like on the fl- like floor it mount, could have been oh. right on the but floor. instead I put it up like six inches, which adds now you got to put the TV. Yeah, now yeah. the TV yeah. goes higher, yeah. so everything can drop down more. That, of course, is number three. Putting your TV over a fireplace, you regret that. So now i got to blow out a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Read you all the chimney. Yeah. <laughs> Doing your own shiplap comes in at number four. Oh, shiplap. Shiplap tricky? Um, I think people just put it up, and then you're like, I don't really like this. People had shiplap fever for a while. Yeah, yeah. they did, because yeah. of Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Get your styles out of here, Chip and Joanna. <laughs> We're over it. Mm-hmm. Reclaimed wood art and putting it all over your house. Mm, yeah, the reclaimed wood stuff. That's the like that, that. Right? that was big. All right. It's yeah, a, along the lines of, yeah. It's a big regret. Yeah. It's a regret spending money on it. Uh, next to my list, vinyl wall stickers. Mm. Okay. Um, like apparently, uh, they say like apparently they're really popular in man caves. What? <laughs> oh, like a oh, like a, oh, like a sports logo? logo. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Oh, not live love. That's laugh. what my first thought. In a, in a man cave. <laughs> live laugh love. <laughs> like Jin, you want to tie one on? <laughs> I think you could regret live laugh love though too upstairs, like oh, in the kitchen. Oh, sure, 100%. of course. Does anyone regret putting them all over their house? Because I think uh, you're either the type of individual that likes them mm-hmm. or do, or does not. Right? But we all we all we all change. We all grow. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. they a to take off the wall? I don't know. I feel I like it's. Or not. Are they like more of a cling? I feel like they're more of a cling. After if they've been up for a decade, though, like the wall itself, like you'd have to paint, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'll end up with a faint yeah. line. Yeah. Sorry, Haley. Next on my li- list is lawn ornaments like garden gnomes. <laughs> you shut your mouth. It's right there. Uh-oh. They are fantastic. Yeah. And here's some more expensive ones that people say that they totally regret. Uh, they regret their kitchen island. 
Uh, maybe it's the shape of it, position. Yeah. Maybe of it. color of the stone, or do they just like, or maybe it takes up too much space? Oh, just have it an island in general. It just yeah. says kitchen islands. In our old place, if we were still there, I would totally regret that kitchen island because it was from the era where like a more triangle kitchen island. Oh yeah, yeah. where everything just went to like square or rectangle. Yeah, and like being in that house, I was like, wow, this looks old. <laughs> yeah, it does. It just like looks it, out of style. It aged yeah. quick. I wish we had more uh, outlets on our island. Mm. We have two. Yeah. yeah. Not enough. Mm-hmm. That's where I do all of my appliance stuff. Yeah. Right? Uh, next on my list, popcorn ceilings. So yeah. choosing to not do like a California knockdown or a straight up flat ceiling, mm-hmm. you're choosing the popcorn ceiling. Don't ever choose the popcorn ceiling. We're currently popcorn people. <laughs> Do you have yeah, the gold right. flakes in there? No. Oh. So it's like low end. Yeah. It doesn't Gross. even sparkle, Mark. Does, does like, fuck you. Uh, I don't. I don't actually care. But I do when I I notice other people ceilings when I'm in their houses. Oh. Do you ever I, watch? I prefer it. Do you ever watch the TikTok videos of them removing popcorn? Oh, no. it's never going to happen. Oh, it's, it's so, so much. It is. It's a lot of work. But yeah. when it's done, I don't know if it's oh. worth it. It's a lot of work. <laughs> like, do you just can you just take the whole ceiling down and re-drywall it? Well, that's a big job too. You can they they have machines that you can like take. Like stick to the ceiling and it'll strip But it's it. all above your head. That's the oh, worst kind mess. of... Oh, it is what a, a nightmare. Mess. Like, I, I feel like literally having somebody cut in and just come in and just cut out the drywall well, and I, remove that's, it. That's an even bigger mess. And then now you're opening up a can of worms because what's under there? There's going to be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to find leaks. You're going to find broken right. wires. Bats. Yeah, Bats, mice. Not, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn's just bad. <laughs> all right, so I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 566. 566- Seven eight nine. Is there a design choice in your home that you regret? Maybe, maybe you built a home like twelve years ago, and some of those new neighborhoods, you got to pick the stuff. Mm-hmm. Now looking back on it, it's been a decade. Do you not like it? You're like, oh man, yeah, yeah. People's tastes change, trends mm-hmm. change, trends change quicker nowadays. They sure do. Yeah, right. You're also a little under the gun to make that decision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're building, rolling, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You start making those calls. They're like, you need to pick the tile and the hardwood and the carpet. And you're yeah. Like, ah, this beige. text. <laughs> this text here at five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys, we built our home in 2018, and I picked track lighting. Oh, the oh, I almost swore. <laughs> I hate track lighting. <laughs> says I hate the track lighting in our house. I should have picked pot lights instead. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, you blew Agreed. it. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. You, you blew completely it. completely failed. <laughs> uh, sucks. Yeah, if you have the option of pot lighting, do it. Do it. Yeah. Track lighting sucks. It mm-hmm. does. All right. What is the home decor that you picked and now you regret? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. A new poll found the top decorating choices that we end up regretting. And some of it is carpet choice, a shiplap or wood paneled walls. Uh, someone actually texted this in and I thought about doing this as well because I really like the way that it looked. Oh, is it sponging? No, it's open <laughs> open shelving in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. So they no. said they were going for that real like um, uh, like Jamie Oliver look. Sure, yeah. Of, or, or like... Um, you have a couple beautiful... Martha Stewart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got some nice bowls, uh, decorative things up there. It'll never look like that. Yeah, this text here says, hey guys, we built a house in 2019 and I absolutely went for that open shelving in the kitchen. It looks really nice in the show home and I couldn't wait to have it in my own. As soon as we moved in though, within four days, those open shelves were full of junk. Right? They've never looked as pretty and they're a huge pain in the ass to keep up. They're going to be dusty. Yeah. The open ones, which I agree looks nice too. Mm -hmm. We've all thought about it. Oh yeah. Um, But that's just a couple, right? You don't do the entire kitchen. 
Yeah, sometimes uh, they do like the whole back wall or whatever. Because the open ones, I always thought the hack around that would be never to use those bowls, never to touch those. Yeah, it's decor. Yeah, that's decor. Yeah, yeah. It has to be. And right? everything else is put in the cupboard, hidden behind the yeah. cupboard. Put your regular stuff in there. IKEA sneaks in those really nice open shelving kitchens. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. And then they decorate them up all nice, but you're right, you cannot yeah, use Your them. house never looks like that. And then <laughs> yeah. you end up putting like knickknack here, knickknack there, and then one day you will come home, you're like, what the hell happened in here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You the do. shelves are bending yeah. from so much Sure, because they're full of stuff. <laughs> like, Got a Jack Daniels bottle on there. <laughs> yeah, like here, look, I just posted a picture up in the app there. Like, that looks incredible. Oh, gorgeous. But your kitchen yeah. never ends up looking like that 100% of the time. No, we have a uh, whole cupboard that is a shelf and mm. it's got all of our um, like our plastic containers in it mm-hmm. I just throw them in of course oh yeah yeah it's, just a, it's a dumping them. ground we, we could never have open shelving like this in our house because yeah. we're so disorganized like if you're doing this you do it you take your pictures and that's the last time oh, it'll but, look and like you don't, that no, you don't touch it nobody it's yeah. decor but even then that's you it. just end up putting stuff other things in there did they use the same butcher block from the counter, take it to the shelves? Yes, they did. Possibly. I mean, the subway tile's a little stale, but that's a <laughs> great idea. That is a good idea. Uh-huh. I love how in the last 10 years, we've all become so passionate, too. About and we're all designers. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're all designers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, all, we're all pro. Without a doubt. <laughs> uh, I got Dan hanging on here. How you doing, Dan? It's good. How are you guys? Yep, doing fantastic. Uh, talking about design choices you regret. Uh, what's up with your house? So, I bought a house. Uh, actually, I'm all by my home, and it had that popcorn ceiling, which I liked. Okay. And uh, so I bought the place, moved in. Shortly after I moved in, I had my partner move in with me, and in the shower, we lost uh, the, the nozzle started spraying water on the ceiling. Yeah. So I just scraped the ceiling because I tried putting the popcorn ceiling back on, and of course, it didn't match, so I didn't like it, so I scraped it. Never, it. it never yeah. does. Right? Um, so, as I was scraping it, I, my neighbor comes over, starts talking to me, told me that she had flooring left over from a rental that she had because her, her place flooded. Yeah. So, it went from me doing the ceiling to me ripping up the whole bathroom, redoing the whole thing. Oh, my God. To the flooring, to the vanity, to the uh, all the trim, yeah. uh, the sink, the mirror. And it's been over three years now, and it's still not done. Oh, no. Yeah. And that sucks, too, because now you're always, it's always in your face. Yeah. You walk by, right? you're like, yeah. it's something I have to oh. get done. Oh. And yeah. by the time you get around to it, uh, your choices will be kind of outdated. Well, outdated, and then also, like, I was doing this during COVID, right? Yeah. So the paint was limited. Oh. <laughs> because of shortage, sure, so yeah. that was my that was my excuse for a while where I couldn't finish it because I couldn't buy the paint that I wanted, right? Yeah, but now you have no yeah. excuse. Yeah, exactly. Just no time, right? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just time. That's all you can say. No time, sorry, <laughs> <Yeah>. busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good luck with your bathroom, Dan. <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too, man. Take Love care. The show. Oh, thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> That sucks. That's that popcorn ceiling, though. Oh, when yes. you start messing around with that. And then mm. leave it. Flooring and oh. Yeah. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, hey, guys, we moved into our home in 2016, and we did the whole house in gray. Gray walls, gray carpet, gray hardwood, gray kitchen, and now just no. Gray is sad. I want the whole thing redone. 
Yeah, when you're picking colors. Yeah. Oh man, that's tough. In 2010, we did we did full gray. We did yeah. full gray, and it was everyone's like, "Ooh, gray! Oh, so ballsy!" Uh-huh. And now, yeah, it's now sad yeah. and depressing. <laughs> now it's called millennial gray. Yeah, because oh, yeah. millennials all did their house gray yeah. because you wanted to look like Restoration Hardware. Yeah, yeah, that was is the what thing. it was. It was R-H the big H thing. Mars. It's RH now. or RH now. Sorry, well, you guys grew up in like the houses with the wild floral couches and like the well, the well. shag carpets. Yeah, right? but we didn't want them. Well, my exactly. parents. Grew up in, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're moving away from it. Yeah, it was yeah. the rebellion. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I didn't grow up with shag carpets or wild flowered furniture. You didn't oh, have shag oh, carpets. No, oh, yeah, I had flower and you don't have the flower couch. No, wow, oh, you, no. You have not my grandma mom, yeah. still has the flower couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we did have one. Couch. I think yeah. we had a flower couch in the front room. Yeah, you're right. There was yeah. one in the front room. Yeah, the but, sitting room. But we never had shag carpet. My mom had gray carpet. Oh, I think in 1985, like you got one with your mortgage. You must have. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations on the flower couch. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, uh, hey, guys, um, I I installed wood paneling in the basement. We were going for a retro 70s look. It doesn't look modern retro 70s whatsoever. It just looks like sheer hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get that, though, right? You kind of want to create like a cool 70s vibe down there. Yeah. But it just didn't work. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, one thing that I regret doing is not keeping all the hardwood in my kitchen oh. and instead doing the tile hardwood break. Oh, now, no. Now when I go into my kitchen and I see that there's tile, then with the break of where the hardwood is, it just looks so old fashioned to me. We renovated in 2017. Oh, no. Oh, that's, that's pretty recent, too. Six oh. years. How long should we until we can uh, justifiably be disgusted with our reno? Um, Ten years? I, I feel like ten. To get your money's worth, yeah. But if it's that bad, not that, like- not that that bad. <laughs> but if you went tile right into, oh, oh get that out. <laughs> no, but I think if it's if like you're that upset, if you're that upset by it, and you can find the money to get it done, mm. get it done, and then it, you'll stop worrying about that when you get home. Yeah, and then find someone to do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, and I've done, I've been doing projects like pretty much all my life. And there's so much stuff that I, I look at, like at five years later, I'm like, why did I do that? Just because like things are cheaper, there's different options, different methods of doing stuff. It was well, somebody else's idea. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm okay with a five, every five year rental. Oh my God. <laughs> things change. Yeah. You got to modernize. Yeah. You know how it is? Both places. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, why, why am I gray? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We sure do appreciate it. Um, have a wonderful day. There could be some thunderstorms rolling in later on this afternoon, so just keep that in mind. We're back tomorrow, though, at 6 o'clock, and we will see you then. Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10, on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.